mama said, suck your dick. What? I'm finna suck your dick. Hey. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? We're nerds. Pay no mind to that. <laughs> you trying to say I'm finna suck that dick, bro? <laughs> What's up, everybody? We're nerds. I'm Jesse, a.k.a. Jester954, here with everybody's favorite Uncle Aaron, Junkle Van Damme Miller, and everybody's favorite camping Viking, James. Yeah. We'd be out in the woods playing yeah. with sticks and shit. Sucking each other's Word. shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's another week. We're here this week. It's a little bit of a not big news week for once. We're going to review nin- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, which we all played. And there's probably some shows to go over. And then we got some questions from y'all. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it should be, should be a... Quick episode, I say, as I say every time we go forward. Yeah, we say it every time. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, yeah see. we'll see how it goes. I um, did want to bring something up. Well, go ahead, Aaron. No, no. You're good. Go ahead. Bring it up. I did want to bring something up at the top of – I'm going to bring up a, a, a writer submission – a listener submission immediately. So last week I went on a thing about how, like, that guy Vincent Janito was, like, saying Shadulu and – all the Street Fighter shit, and I'm like, man, I want to write into a CLS and be like, hey, man, hey, it's Shadowloo. The fuck? And I got a reader submission. So this guy, um, I won't say his name, but because uh, I don't know if he wants his name said or not, but so he writes in, and he says, hey, man, hey. <laughs> I just realized that he said that. I just realized that. Hey, man, hey. I'm only sending this because of the conversation you had on the last latest podcast about how you wanted to email another podcast about a grievance you had about something, someone pronouncing a name wrong. I had the exact same internal battle with myself as to reach out to you or not. Now, me and this guy, we've written, he's written me before. We've talked before online. Uh, it's a cool guy. Uh, so he says I had the exact same internal battle uh, with myself as to reach out or not to you or not. I'm not sure if you realize this, but hey, man. Hey, the Hey Man Hey bit is a Chris D'Elia thing, and you've done it on the last three episodes. I know you're a baby because I am too. I find myself channeling his bits unconsciously often, sincerely wondering if you're doing it on purpose or not. Also, Yakuda. So I did want to address that. So I think I have in the past. So like whenever I go, Hey Man, Hey. Yeah, that's a Chris D'Elia like D'Elia-ism. That like I pick up from listening to him so much. I like his podcast. I, I think I used to listen to it a lot more. I think before his scandal, his congratulations podcast was one of the funniest podcasts I would ever listen to. It was just the greatest time ever. It was really funny. I literally a few times had to like pull my car over because I was going to crash. Is how much laughter I would get from it. And I'm not really too big of a fan of his stand up or what he does, but for some reason in the podcast form. I just found him really funny. And he has a lot of isms that are really easy to kind of like – it becomes a lexicon. It's like your mom's house. Like you, it has its whole language and lexicon and culture to it. And I think before when I would say certain things, I'd be like, oh, that's that's a Chris D'Elia joke or oh, that's a this person joke. I'd usually always reference. But I guess whenever when I started going, hey, man, hey, I didn't. So definitely want to put that out that when I say that, that's not my joke, but I mean, yeah, like I'm not funny on my own. I have to steal people's bits. <laughs> That's no, definitely like, going to be the episode title, though, now. 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, but no, just definitely wanted to put it out there because like sometimes, like I'm pretty sure I have been pretty good in the past about bringing up when I'm paraphrasing something from someone else or a bit from anything else. But definitely, and also don't have any uh internal battles of whether or not to tell us something. Fucking tell us anything. We're completely open books. We don't mind. Like our DMs are open at all times. Anything positive, negative, uh, any kind of con- constructive or non-constructive criticism, bring it all our way because we're accepting to it. We're not going to get butthurt about it. And if anything, you know, I mean, I appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, I did want to bring that up because sometimes we say things like even like before when I would say I don't know if I ever said it much on the podcast, but sometimes when I'd bring up like I'm gay American actor Michael Douglas, that's <laughs> come town. <laughs> I got that from listening <laughs> to Come Town because those guys are funny, uh, and um, like I'm having sex, like you know that's fucking just listening to Come Town, and they say it, and it's funny. It's sometimes that shit happens. Like I think uh, we all can do it sometimes, and uh, yeah, man, I'm not out here like trying to steal anybody's bits and get paid off of it, but definitely wanted to bring that up and let you know that. Uh, I guess I was doing it on purpose, but also it does it, it is kind of unconscious at some point. But yeah. So whenever I say hey man, hey, that's a crystalia bit. Don't ever tell me anything I do wrong though. Cause I don't <laughs> wanna hear And forward it. forward all your uh dick ratings to Aaron. Not and that's not the show. <laughs> eat my dick and get your shit sucked. <laughs> it's my favorite yeah. way to talk about Sucking a dick or getting my dick sucked is calling it getting my shit sucked or sucking someone's shit. <laughs> Who wants their shit sucked is what I yell when I go into mm. Walmart. <laughs> Clap your hands <laughs> if you're trying to get your shit sucked. <laughs> Nobody's clapped yet, <laughs> but <laughs> but I'm about to clap, 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 clap. Anyways, it's another week. Let's go into our shit. It's been get our shit talk. <laughs> uh, oh boy, I haven't done anything. <laughs> oh, I beat the boss that I was complaining about in uh, Salton Sanctuary like the next day. Actually, okay. might have been that night because <laughs> we ended kind of early, and I think I went in there and just decided to beat it, and I beat it first try. In classic, nice. in classic Dark Souls uh, mode, you know. You're always like, I'll never beat it. And then you go and beat it immediately. Um, I was hoping for that to happen with uh, Madeir. And I went back to try him randomly and it didn't happen. And I was disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah, this is how it works. I'm going to just randomly play him. Just just one fight. Nah, I got I got clapped pretty hard. You got Molly Wapped. And realized I forgot how to play my character in that game so <laughs> i saw a thing that someone said they played like 400 hours of elden ring and then went back and dark souls 3 was the easiest game of all time <laughs> and i really? was like i think three is harder than know. elden ring that <laughs> depends on the boss the problem people have with elden ring is the artificially delayed attacks that bosses do every single boss <laughs> yeah. does the yeah. thing where they hold their attack for one second too long Piece yeah, shit. every boss is like that. That sucks. Yeah, they want to catch you on that dodge roll every time, <laughs> dude. Every time, like you think they change it up every once in a while, but it's like they always do one frame longer or whatever. Right. 
it may and, and it's a lot of times it's like even longer than you think is going to be longer like you're like all right now he's definitely going to do it and then they don't and you're like i'm a fucking idiot so <laughs> uh but yeah that's what a lot of people were saying why they found three whatever but three is where they decided every enemy has infinite stamina and poise like you can't stagger right. or wait things out they just attack forever and you die and i hated yeah. it yeah so um, other than that, I played EverQuest, obviously, and Ninja Turtles, which we'll talk about. Um, I've now finally gotten one level or two levels higher now than I was when I quit EverQuest originally back in like 2001 or two. Damn, only two levels since then? Yeah, it takes forever. And this really? is like fast level. Like, are you high level though? or I'm level 34 now. Um, but What's yeah, max? The, uh, 50 right now. And then oh, okay. on the 20th, it'll go to 60. Um, oh damn! So they're doing that now, still to this day. Well, no, it's a TLP that I'm on. So they're going every twelve weeks uh, to the next oh. expansion in history, and there's twenty seven of them. So <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it takes forever, but this is even fast leveling compared. Like when I quit EverQuest, I had played for like six months, and not like every day, all day, but you know, I, like there was a summer in there where I played a bunch and. I got to level 32 out of 50 in probably that six months. I did have a couple of characters and fuck around and do that. So it wasn't mm-hmm. all that time on one dude, but yeah. So it's significantly sped up. And uh, because of my subscription, I had like, you know, the free points that they do. So I used them and I got like a 10% XP booster potion once. And so that mm-hmm. probably helped too. I did it for a group. Like they have one that's like a group potion. So I did that and we just leveled for a little bit and it was fun. Um, but now I'm at the point where it's like it takes so long to even get to where I want to go that it's like it's it's hard to start that game. It's hard to like yeah. launch it and get in a group because it's already an hour before you're doing anything. So if I have a speed buff on, if I have Spirit of the Wolf, which I rarely have, so mm. but yeah. Word. Uh, other than that, I watched uh, the boys, and um, yeah, that's it. Thought about seeing Jurassic World because Kelsey wanted to, and then we didn't because there was no good show times. Oh yeah, I still want, I want to see that, but I guess I could wait till it's on TV in some form. But I kind of do want to see it in a theater just because I know it's. it's I'm it's pretty a sure theater movie. Yeah, it's fucking Jurassic Park. Did you Park, see man. it, James? No, 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 no. I I'm back and forth with it. Like we've seen them all, so and I know this one from what I've heard, like. A lot of the story really has a lot to do with like the old characters too. So it is about yeah, I think bugs. they're all in there. Well, so. no, like, but more than just like end of the movie cameo shit. Like they're in it, in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I hear like it's, it's like uh, like all yeah. I hear like it's all of them again in a big dinosaur adventure, like Sam Neill and whatever the chick's name is and Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, no, I heard it's terrible, but. I mean, I haven't sure even it's seen the last one, shitty, but they're still fun. I haven't seen the last one, so I just decided I don't care. Yeah. I saw the last one. It was they tried I mean, to make it a not... horror movie. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not like well, they tried to make it's... it a monster movie, from what I read. I don't know. There's one scene where the there's a raptor thing creeping in a little girl's bedroom, kind of, but I don't think it's like the movie isn't treating itself. It's like. It's not like the way that Doctor Strange is kind of trying to be kind of a horror movie here and there. It's like there's one scene in it where 
a dinosaur's creeping on the little girl in her bedroom. But uh, it's not bad. It's just they're they're dumb. They're like dumb movies. It's like expecting Uncharted to be like a great film. It's not. A, it's just action schlock. It's just dinosaurs, CGI dinosaurs. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's not very good. I don't know if I want to spend premium ticket, like $25 3D IMAX shit for it, but I'll pay $13 on a matinee if I ain't got nothing to do. Did you guys both like the original then? The first Jurassic Park is incredible. Yeah, or Jurassic yeah. World. No, 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 the first Jurassic oh, Park. Oh, I saw that shit in theaters, oh. and I was like eight, yeah, dude. and it was the shit. 90, yeah, 94, dude. Yeah, I just, I'm just... Oh, I was 11. It's wondering. I was yeah, 11, Park, and it was first fucking, one was amazing. Yeah, it was great. Um, How did you think the second and third of that series was? They were dog shit. They were pretty bad. Yeah, Dra- and Jurassic I mean, World was like okay compared to those two, but it was nowhere near as good as Jurassic Park. And then the second Jurassic World seemed like it was worse than the other two <laughs> sequels. But I don't know if anything's worse than Jurassic Park three. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess it. The Jurassic Park three probably is the worst of the five that I because there's six now. So Which I've one had five. the little girl doing the gymnastics? That was one of the craziest. That's two. Things. Oh, that's, that's so two. bad. It's two so is, bad. I don't know, man, because two and three are really bad, and I think I kind of liked a little bit of three. Like the kid is out yeah, there. Two is like only the like Jeff Goldblum one, right? Yeah. And yeah, then three is where they bring back uh, Sam Neil. Yeah, I hope three is they, where Sam Neil comes back. To get I hope they I, the, I like three. I hope they have the gymnastics girl in this movie because <laughs> Jeff Goldblum's like, he's like, "Don't worry, I brought my gymnast daughter, stepdaughter," <laughs> and then she does like gymnastics karate again. Yeah, wait a I, minute. You no, know, I she think I'm in three this, three isn't two. she? Is she? <laughs> is she? Is she the the African American woman that's with uh, Chris Pratt? In the trailers? <laughs> that would be really funny. Bro, I, I just might... I didn't even think of her being in this. Wait, but I don't know, man. Is it the same actress playing the same character? No, I don't know that's the same uh, actress. Let's I'm see. just saying the character. I mean, is it the Kayla, same character? So she plays, oh, she plays Kayla Watts. Uh, IMDb. Let's see. I didn't think about that being like age appropriate. Like <laughs> you know, I was like, wait a minute. I mean, she would be older like, now. It's been like 20 years. She'd be like in her mid 30s. Let's and that's see. What the uh, woman looks like. Kayla Watts, an air, a former Air Force, air Force pilot who aids Owen and Claire. No, that's not her. It's not oh, her. Really funny, though. And she started doing gymnastics. <laughs> She'd be like, oh, hell no, out. <laughs> Oh man! God, that's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, let's I'm see. Surprised they didn't. I mean, that's just kind of what you would expect at this point, right? Just every yeah. known character, like even like, I mean, they're gonna have like the dinosaur that like spits and shit come back inside a car too, right? And like so Tilophosaurus. that girl, fat guy's face. <laughs> that character's name was Kelly Curtis. Uh, okay. And so, no, that's not. <laughs> so that'd be end credit scene then, probably. Yeah. Uh, so it says, while I mean, Kelly doesn't appear in Jurassic World Dominion, Malcolm mentions to Alan Grant and Ellie Sattler that he now has five kids that he and he, that he takes geez. care of all of them. Duh. Okay. What the frick? So he makes his first adopted daughter take care of all his other adopted kids. 
I don't or know. I don't know. Or maybe she has kids. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't know, but the more I think of it, I think I like three more than two because two is real bad. And I, <laughs> I thought, and three at least has some cool, like the dinosaurs look cool in it at least. Yeah. I think, yeah, and the poops and the the phones in the poop, and it's got the pterodactyls. I think I like three more than two. <laughs> but the Chris Pratt ones, they're not bad. It's just they're Chris Pratt action movies, so they're bad by default. But I feel it's like okay. I'm like burnt out on Chris Pratt. Right. Yeah, I think that's been that's been known. Yeah, he's he's been in, like last year and shit. He was in everything, and then now he is. He's probably done with all his roles, but like the next year or so, there's a couple big things with him. He's in like some Mario. Amazon shit. He was just on a like Amazon Prime movie or something. Yeah, too. There, there's a new one that's coming out, and he was in that Tomorrow War shit that I never watched. Yeah, he's also gonna play Mario. I didn't hate that comes out that'll be a huge deal which it's a really really dick thing to have him cast as mario when mario's voice actor is still alive yeah (laughs) like we already have a voice for mario and he's great and let me tell you as an italian american okay uh bothers me that chris pratt's not (laughs) italian It's just silly. I can't wait to hear his voice for that. Oh, it's gonna be terrible. <laughs> it's gonna be dumb, dog. It's gonna be. It's he's just gonna play himself because wait. they're not gonna make him do the cartoonish Italian accent oh, because then to. no, they can't because he's part of that. Like it'll get it'll get fucking burnt to the ground if he does that. Oh, I hope he does it. Is he I Italian? Really no. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sure he's got like all he needs is like one percent, and he'd be like, "I'm one percent Italian." Hey, have a non-Italian <laughs> do a fucking hey, you fucking gabagool. I'm one percent Italian. <laughs> yeah, if they make him do a crazy God, Italian accent, the, I mean, oh, it don't matter, but people will complain, and you know, it'll get like I the know. wrong kind of press. Nah. I just want to hear it. I want to hear him do it. It's gonna <laughs> suck, so dude. Bad. It's gonna be. It's just gonna be him doing his normal, like his normal. Dude voice. Like, hey, what's it's up, me, Mario? Chris Pratt. Yeah. Hey, what's up, bro? It's me, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Dude, you know what they say that uh I watched the red the letter track. I watched the red letter media review or part of it of Jurassic World Dominion. And they said at some point they all No, I watched the uh the movie pitch, pit screen rants, pitch whatever, pitch meeting on it and he said yeah. that that one point they all stop like a t-rex by doing his hand thing that he did with the raptors in the first movie and it's like <laughs> oh that's but, terrible but he trained those raptors from when they were babies and it barely right. like it barely works on them why would why would a fucking t-rex or like a giant <laughs> dinosaur stop that's never seen anyone do you <laughs> think a dinosaur that's an animal would just stop like would a would a dog stop running at a rat if a rat stood up and put its little hand out, or would it eat the fucking rat? <laughs> I don't know. But what if the rat raised the dog from what it no, was? No, no, no. But the the this is a different dinosaur. I he know. didn't raise this one. Apparently, there's there's dinosaurs but out in the world. What if the raptors talked to the T Rex and did like the oh oh thing, and the T Rex is like, and then he just stops. <laughs> And then Chris Pat goes, I don't know. And then he likes it. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. 
Oh, oh man, I don't know. Man, I doubt. Really I mean, I doubt I'll see it. I just I'm too lazy to get up and go to the actual theater for that. <laughs> I'm not going to. I mean, if Kelsey wants to, I will though. But yeah, uh, yeah you will. And that's my week. I don't do shit. I'm gonna go okay. next because I have nothing too. Okay. <laughs> uh, I have. Got through, like, I believe half of Megalobox season two. Uh, man, is it different from season one? Like, season one's just like straightforward, like, you know, the underdog boxer with no gear going, fighting his way to the top. And then this one just gets like, goes straight dark, man. I don't know if they're like, I, it, it was just like a whole different, like, adult rating maybe like he's a drug addict now and like everybody is it drugs around or is it steroids nah he's on drugs like popping pills okay <laughs> and he's like got like a totally shaggy beard and he's just like into drinking a shitload and starting fights and Everybody hates him and doesn't know who he is at the same time and all this stuff. And I mean, I'm sure it's, it's kind of seems like it's turning redemption story, of course. And, you know, you got to get back into it, Joe and stuff like that. And, but man, well, it's I just mean, so different. Like yeah, right well, away. Sounds like that arc will probably leave him beaten and down and then they'll bring him back in the third season. Or is he going to, nah, it's, it's starting to turn. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I see the turn. He's he's uh like they did like a five episode like small arc and that one kind of wrapped up and like it's into another one back at the old city where the whole first season takes place. So I think it's it's maybe going to turn back. I mean, they could stick with it and just keep having people just shit on. Them, I guess I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it definitely got a lot heavier, a lot more adult. Uh, I'm still really liking it a lot, though. Um, definitely recommend it. Uh, and then I have played Ninja Turtles as well. And I started, I made the decision to try just like running Apex on my PC uh, and running ranked on there. And it's been interesting. Like, it's fun being. <laughs> starting on a new character with factory skins and stuff and getting in like the low uh ranks and feeling like way too good for him uh it's been kind of fun but uh i don't know i'm kind of bummed with like all my stuff's on my xbox and i, I i'm tempted to go back to it um also like i did try my xbox uh today and i normally run my like controller wireless on it and i don't know so like i've been playing on my pc and i usually plug my controller in on the pc right i and i don't know if it's the difference between pc and console or what but the controller being not plugged into my console and it being on console was like unbearably like delayed and like <laughs> <laughs> felt so slow and glitchy to me. I was unplayable. Oh. Like I was like hitting my buttons too fast now because I was like used to the response of my PC or something and just nothing it, like everything was not working. So 
I decided to plug in my controller with the console. It does seem to be working a lot better, but it is weird how much more delayed it feels. And maybe it's the frame rate being a little bit different. Um, but man, I, I <laughs> never imagined it would be that different. PC well, I mean, Master I, Race. <laughs> um, I think it's because the controllers we use on console are Bluetooth. Even if you hardline them, that's just charge cable. They're still Bluetooth to the system. Nah, I took the batteries out. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it might be different with Xbox because PlayStation, I mean, it, I'm pretty, it, like, I, I mean, I'm just making this up in my head, but I'm imagining all these Bluetooth controllers, like, when we put these, these USB charge cables, they're just fucking charge cables, like, the the data's transferring through Bluetooth. I, but I don't it know, definitely it responded a lot faster. Okay. Plugging it in. I noticed a lot less delay in it. It's still not responding as fast as PC, but I mean it's definitely different. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, you can try it on you can try Bluetooth. I mean, you said you're playing it on console, but you can try playing it on PC with the same controller. Like I play, I Bluetooth oh, I my PS5 controller to my computer, my laptop, and it's pretty instant. Like when I play stuff like, like a Mega Man game, the moment you press the thing, it's gonna shoot a little Mega Buster shot. I think it's it's more just like the first person shooter and how much it probably is the frame rate thing, but the the yeah. PC is just like. It's it's just a whole different like speed. It's yeah. just different. It's been yeah. interesting to see that like a side by side comparison with a game that I've played on both with the same controller, plugging it in, everything, and it's just so interesting to actually have that side by side difference like that, and it be so noticeable. But definitely recommend if you're playing a first person shooter against other people. Plug that controller in for the fastest response. Okay. I mean, this is with the Xbox. I don't know how PC or uh, PlayStation works, but I might want to try to test that somehow. I wonder, or just look it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And then, yes, like Jesse said, I've been on a uh, well. The camping trip I had this last weekend was planned like months ago because uh, we took our little camper trailer thingy to a campgrounds and that like you have to plan out like months in advance but i am excited for friday where i'm gonna go backcountry camping and hiking and shit and that's i've never been camping it doesn't really (laughs) it doesn't call to me i like being in nature but then i like sleeping in a bed and like air conditioning and i go like hmm there's a mattress and like a blanket mm-hmm. and a pillow. Yeah, I get that. Um, I mean, it's like the backcountry thing, like, is just more of a necessity of like a longer hike. Like, if it's a long hike, you can't really get done in a day. It's just, you know, you set up camp, sleep, wake up, and keep hiking. Um, and that's a lot of that. And it's just all an adventure, dude. It's a real life uh, adventure. Yeah, I would die probably, so. (laughs) (laughs) I will probably die because there's just a lot of nature and not a lot of me. Yeah, I mean, I have heard the uh, rattlesnakes and copperheads are pretty 
pretty uh what's the word for it a lot this year down there but oh i wouldn't do it down here it's too fucking hot no i'm talking uh, at the gorge oh got it i'll say don't ever come to florida if you're like i don't want (laughs) to sleep outside you might as well i have been watching some florida hikes and it's a lot of it just looks like the same stuff mostly (laughs) driving through florida from south florida north is one of the most boring things in the world like you go through, you know, Dade, Broward, Palm Beach, and there's, like, stuff. You know, there's buildings and shit. And then you get past Palm Beach, and it's the same five trees. You might as well just loop <laughs> the same five trees for an hour and lull yourself into sleep and then drive your car into a fucking wall. Cause I mean, have you traveled out west or anything? I mean, I've been to Vegas, and I've been to California, but I've never driven uh, anywhere. Okay. Cool. California. California. Northwest usa is incredibly like i don't know north or southwest usa like arizona and shit is it's like you're on mars or something it's so crazy like going to these different locations yeah i want to go to the pacific northwest big time yes that's what i want to do big time yeah i was we're gonna wait we were um we had thought about going out there to like Either Yellowstone, which obviously you can't now because it's closed off, or like Colorado and Utah area and stuff. Um, but we're going to kind of hold off until our older dog, who is on his decline, uh, has moved on because we don't want to put him through the stress of like riding in the truck or anything mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's already like camp- camping this weekend was definitely different for him. He's getting more and more confused, I think. And sometimes he would eat, sometimes he wouldn't, which led to our current or our other dog. She was like taking his lead. So she just wouldn't eat because he wasn't eating. And I'm just like, oh, okay, this sucks. Like now you're both not eating. <laughs> so we could shove it in her face, like take the food put it in our hands stick it in her face she wouldn't eat it because she would look and see he wasn't gonna eat <laughs> and i was like Aww. this doesn't work guys <laughs> so yeah so it's, it's just they're both betas and it's conflicting so <laughs> yeah but uh yeah i'm sure i'll have hopefully not any uh two eventful stories from my backcountry camping this next weekend but you never know and okay. All righty. So I played Resident Evil 3 Remake and beat it. Um, it was all right. I mean, ugh, I got to play 2 now. I don't really want to. Um, those games control really poorly, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, you Seth said you hated that game so many times. Yeah, it's just like, like I know Seth says, like, oh, I thought you know, Seth thinks that, the control they control really well. I mean, I get it for a survival horror game where basically they need to give you bad controls because you're supposed to be afraid the whole time, and you're supposed to like, like I'm used to games with pretty good mobility. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it was kind of frustrating that they would do things like pretty much everything is kind of funneled into an alleyway or a walkway, even like (laughs) bigger areas. They just put a bunch of clutter all over the floor. So there's never really like a big walkway because they want you, they want the zombies to crowd shit and they want you to have to like 
go near them so they can lunge at you and you have to use like the dodge button at the right time. I get what they want. I get it. If I was playing it, if I was super good at it and stuff like that, then I get it. It would be fine. But it's just real cumbersome. Like it's just a super cumbersome game when stuff's near you. You're just going to get fucked over. But I get it. That's the type of game it is. It's a survival horror game. I was going to say something about that because I watched Seth playing it and I watched you playing it. And the thing I think that would drive me nuts the most is like you can it looks like you're like more than far enough away from a zombie and they will literally just grab you. And it's like, wait a minute. I look like I have plenty of space and it's so misleading. (laughs) Yeah, man. They kind of just grab you from pretty far away (laughs) and it's real. But it's I can't complain. It's not Devil May Cry, you know. It's not sorry, not Devil May Cry. Um, that's just not how it plays. It's supposed to be kind of cumbersome and fucked up and shit. So it's it's just I don't know. The it controls annoying. It looks great. Um, I also don't like. I guess I'm just complaining about things that the game is. So it's like, well, then don't play that kind of game then. Like I also just don't like the fact that. It's like a game where you're carrying a bunch of weapons, but you don't really like shoot a lot. And I get it. It's like, oh, well, in this one, you have more ammo than ever. You're supposed to use like, yeah, there is. It does have a fair amount of ammo. When I beat the game, I did have tons of ammo left, but I don't feel like I can use it when I'm playing because I don't want to get stuck without ammo. So like I wanted to like maybe use the like I was going to just buy the bonus shit and get the unlimited ammo. But then that would just ruin the game because then I could literally just sit back and just shoot everything and kill everything. But it wasn't bad. It was 10 bucks. I bought it at GameStop. It was like $10. I think it was like $15, but I used my little $5 coupon. And I beat it in like six hours, seven hours. I beat it in like three play, three sit downs. And it was all right. I mean, I don't know, out of ten, six and a half, seven maybe, six, I'll give it a six and a half. It wasn't bad. It was cool, but I don't I, I don't really I didn't really like it. Um I'm gonna have to play through part two. I don't know why I have to, but I probably am going to. Uh I don't want to. I really don't want to. Because two is a lot slower. But I, I like the fact that two is a lot like creepier and more horror. This one was like more action. But I'm not really looking forward to two because I think it's going to be even less ammo and even more. I don't know. We'll see as I play through it because I already have a file in that one. I don't think I'm going to restart it. I think I'm just going to continue from where I am Uh, because I want to be two because I want to play seven. I have seven. I'm excited to play seven because I like the first person ones. At least I played eight. And like I was thinking with the whole eight getting a third person view, I have I don't think it's going to. I might be wrong. I'm going to play it, but I I don't know if it's going to play better than first person because they're go- by putting it in third person, you're just adding that clunky ass bullshit. Like when you're in first person, it's really easy to like pull back so you're walking backwards, hold right so you're like turning as you're turning around and like you can turn around and like turn your character as you're moving backwards. You know what I'm saying, James? Like when you hold back and right so you can like back up and turn your character yeah. when you're in that third person shit and you start walking backwards and trying to turn like i don't really feel like i'm going to be able to do all that while like aiming like i don't know i i i'm not really confident 
that I'm going to enjoy the third person on eight compared to the regular, but I guess it is kind of cool. It's going to be basically turning it into a different game. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it'll be a completely different mode and not like a, a viewpoint you can switch. Cause I, I'm, I'm a fan of the first person that I played in seven personally. Just, I don't know. It came across a lot scarier to me, not seeing like having it straight in my face. I thought, was yeah. And of course, like I've said, probably the last three episodes, I'm not a fan of the older over the shoulder shit. I think it moves clunky in every game. Yeah, I don't I don't like it in any of them. <laughs> yeah, I we'll hated Resident Evil seven. Yeah, we'll see. I'm looking forward to playing it. I really want to play it in VR. I'm, I might try to see if my friend will let me borrow his to play it because I'm definitely not going to buy a VR unit just to play one game because is it I think the Resident whole game or is it it's, like a it's different... the whole thing. Oh, it's okay. just straight up. It's it's almost weird how there's almost no other experience on the VR unit right now that's that full of a real ass game. I mean, maybe Half Life Alex, maybe I hear that's really good. Uh, but Resident Evil Seven in complete to completion is on VR, and it's supposed <laughs> to be really great and super super scary. I would love to play that, or I would love to play Visage on. VR, but I don't think it has a VR patch. But we'll see. Uh, but after I beat Final Fantasy 3, I started talking about Final Fantasy 7 with some people and really wanted to play that again. So I just installed it. I just installed the PS5 version. And I was going to just pick up my last file, which was at the end of the game where you get to a wall and it says if you pass this point, you can't go back until you beat it. Good thing is, is once you beat the game, you can go back into the, you can pick chapters and you can replay whatever you want, go finish up side quests. But I got to that point and I said, nah, I, I pulled away and I never went back. So I downloaded the PS5 version and I thought, fuck it, I'm just going to start from scratch. But even if I wanted to check my file, it's so stupid how you do that. Like instead of just downloading your PS4 file, what you have to do is you have to install the PlayStation 4 version of the game load your file, move it to a cloud, then uninstall, reinstall the PS5 version of the game, and then download it from the cloud, which I don't really get that. I don't get the extra step that you have to do there. It's very strange. But um, either way, I restarted the game, and no spoilers because I never beat it, but immediately I can see the things people were telling me. I mean, light spoiler, no spoilers. People have been telling me it's not a remake. It's something else. And It's interesting that it's other people told you that and Squaresoft named the game Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's definitely not a remake. It's it, it kind of is. The game starts off as a remake, but... And some people who've beat the game are probably like, duh, loser. But like, you know, I don't know this. I haven't beat it yet. I'm going to find out. And as I'm playing it, you definitely see and you hear, you definitely see things happening where you're like, oh, yeah, this is like the game is telling you it's different. So there's a couple things that have happened and a couple things that have been said in dialogue that in they're like in passing, you wouldn't think they mean anything. You'd be like, oh, that must be just whatever. And then now that I know that something else is going on, the game is pretty much fucking just telling you like, oh, no, this is something different. So I'm looking forward to getting to the end of it and seeing what the fuck is really going on. The graphics are fucking crazy. 
not gonna lie. Um, Till you see that damn door. <laughs> no, the the PS Five up upgrade. Oh, okay, like, I haven't the seen door. That. The door super nice. Like the door, yeah, they made the door nice. <laughs> I just remember that just one door. Up. I was like, "Who authorized this?" You know, like <laughs> the game looked so good, and then there was just a door, and, and it looked like yeah. it was like not it was loaded. A, it was something somebody. It was like an error. Like they didn't. Someone didn't. Yeah. Patch the door right. So like it's like it's like someone shipped the game, and the in that patch they they didn't put the proper texture on this one door that you like, it's like you get to the town and they take you to an inn and you talk with Tifa right in front of this door for a minute. And the door just has like a placeholder blur texture on it. Yeah, It was so weird. So it was super weird. And there was like a couple pipes in the next area um, or in the area. Maybe it's even before that. I don't remember. There was like pipes that had unloaded textures and some of the backdrops in the very, very back were really bad, but like all of the characters looked fucking great. There's a lot of good, and even, even in the original, it's just I remember like a couple things where I was like, "What in the fuck am I looking at?" <laughs> yeah, but no, the game is amazing. Again, as I'm playing it again, like holy shit, is it fucking good, man? <laughs> oh fuck, it's super fun. The combat is super awesome. I realized the first time I was playing it, I was just like, "Oh, I'm just gonna play it myself and not look into things." But now I've been looking into the combat, and the combat is way deeper than I thought it was. Didn't even know how to use Tifa before. Now I know how to use her. And she's crazy. She's your fucking tank. Not your tank, but she's glass cannon. Um, she's Tifa? like, she, she, yeah, she does all your damage. Like, she is the fucking damage dealer. But she's super, she's a glass cannon. She's super, she deals the heaviest damage, but she takes a lot of damage too. So you have to be careful. Um, but yeah, it's it's so good, man. The game is fucking awesome. Learning how to play her. There's just one guard though. I'm wondering because there's. I know the game's not going to answer all the questions. If you remember, Aaron, just tell me if it does or not. Early in the game, there's a guard who's guarding a gate with his superior, and he's like new to the job, and he knows you. He knows who you are, mm. but he. But you. I don't recall you ever finding out. Like a thing with this fucking guard. I it's don't like, think so. No. Yeah, like he knows you, dude. Like he knows who you are. I'm thinking, like, bro, it's got to be. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I asked somebody if it was time travel. They said no. Uh, but like, there's this one guard where whenever you go near him, like it's just him and another guard, and they're guarding a fence. And when you go near, like he's he's like new on the job, and the and the other guys like giving him a hard time. But a few times he like even once when you first see him in a cutscene when a bunch of guards come to fight you, he says like he, he's like oh, I know you or some shit. And then another time you come by him and he's like don't say anything. And it's I'm trying to figure out who the fuck is this guy. I wonder. But anyways, the game is very good. Uh, it's super good. So I definitely recommend it. So I'm gonna be burning through that. I'm already I just did the high digger fight and I'm with. Aerith now walking her to a dumbass house. Um, and I haven't played Soldiers all week. I don't know if I'm going to for a while, but I did start playing Skull the Hero Slayer again, and it's getting a little better. Uh, I'm getting a little stronger. It doesn't tell you this one really important thing, though, in Skull the Hero Slayer. You need bones to upgrade the helmets, and the only way you get bones is by destroying skulls. So sometimes when you know you want to upgrade uh, a skull you have, 
whenever they give you skulls, don't take them, just destroy them. But yeah, it's still kind of rough. I did turn the difficulty down because the enemies in that game have t- like a lot of HP. So there is a way you can like basically half the enemy HP and make the game just a little more bearable to play. So I've kind of been doing that. And uh, last thing was just a music recommendation, kind of. I was just at the grocery store. And I've run into this fucking guy that I used to go to school with, this dude named Chip. And I think, like, a couple – like, for years he was, like, in the music scene. He was, like, a photographer. He would, like, do black and white photography at, like, hardcore shows and shit. And I think he was in a band or something or whatever. But a fucking couple years ago, not that long ago – I don't know how long, but a couple years – this fucking guy started this fucking band called No Coffin. And man, it's pretty it's pretty gnarly, dude. Uh it's at, it's kind of like hardcore, but it's not like a hey, hardcore. It's not like Boston, hawk. It's not like fucking hardcore like FSU hardcore type shit. It's almost like metal. But it's definitely got that like hardcore and almost like a punk to it, but not audibly, thank God. Like some of the songs are like a minute long. Like it's like that. Um, and I saw him. It was nice to see him again. And uh, I, did, I was like, oh, I got to check you guys out because they're pretty brutal live. And uh, he did tell me they are playing this Friday at Poorhouse. But I'm really not. I'm really not trying to drive out downtown to catch a set at like one o'clock in the morning uh downtown in the middle of all the animals but um but yeah if you want to check out some heavy shit uh it's definitely not up the alley of what i'm usually listening to it's it's but if you're into like really raw kind of underground heavy and you're into like hardcore or like kind of that punk attitude and stuff um definitely check out no coffin because they're a pretty good band it's pretty gnarly shit and that's it for me no coffin is a good name for a band i'll say that oh, i like yes. the name mate yeah it's pretty it's pretty pretty gnarly band dude um okay should we talk about the boys before we go into ninja toidles yeah do uh yeah you guys talk about the boys all sure. right. So I didn't realize it was episode five. I don't. For some reason, I thought we only had the three <laughs> well, we, episode week and then the next week. But it, <clears throat> it seems like we had two, three weeks so far. Yeah. And I watched all of them because I went and looked today because I was like, "Fuck, did I miss another episode?" And I didn't know to. You didn't say anything, or I didn't say anything, and you didn't respond, James, till like four thirty. And I was like, "Shit, I there's no way I can get this in." <laughs> you know? But it's still great. I had seen it and it's fucking great. It's I'm still annoyed with the relationship shit and it got further exacerbated at the end of this yeah. episode, but like I I'm with you. It's like if you don't know what to do with them, just don't have them together. They could have just not had them get back together and I would have moved on. Right. You know, like it's just seems dumb to be like, now they're back together, but they're mad again and now they're back together. And nope, she's mad again. You know, it's like just the same shit over and over again. Um yeah. but otherwise the show's great seems yeah. like oh good sorry oh i was just gonna say i'm just interested to see what uh how the um captain america guy stuff plays out the soldier guy stuff because yeah. 
It's interesting that his ability is either absorbing or removing power from people. If it, yeah, that's what it's doing. That's what it seems like is that he lasered Kimiko's powers away. And if I don't get like a laser to laser Homelander butcher shot, I might be a little disappointed. Yeah, I will say it's weird how quickly <laughs> Huey is addicted to this drug. <laughs> I know he's like a little crackhead, but yeah. I love it. <laughs> I mean, I get it in the one way where it's like he's been surrounded by and sleeping with superheroes for a while, you know? So it's like he probably feels so small and shitty. And he's always been like the thing they have to like save and take care of. <laughs> <laughs> he's always been the weak link more or less, except yeah. for his brain in some cases. But I mean, I kind of get his lust for it. I do wonder if he's having a different reaction to it because it seems Butcher gets more angry. Like, yeah. like homelander and i've noticed you know he's kind of taking it more like a little crackhead like addicted to it so i'm wondering if there's like different side effects with who it is i'm wondering if some of these could have different dna in them to where like i don't know if they pulled from well it's reactive to each person individually so i mean i just yeah i would assume there's just different side effects I want Mother's Milk to... I really wanted him to get yeah. juiced up. I, I did, too. To his, <laughs> his, he's got the best story so far uh, for me. Like I feel like his is the it's most impactful. Depth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that he's like done with Butcher. And Butcher's a piece of shit. I mean, he always has been, but like it's... Yeah. I still love it, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I love Butcher for sure. It's just... I don't know. And he... I love that he said he fucking hated every minute of having powers. Like... And I like that he smashed down Wonder Woman. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty, like, predictable. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as they were sitting there together, I'm like, oh, they banging. Yeah. Sure. I like that she was like, oh, you're too good for me. And he was like, fuck, yeah, I am, bitch. But I'll still smash, you know? Like, I don't know. I, there was I, a few things that were kind of predictable. Even, like, having uh, the blue... What's his name? Blue... Oh, blue bird or blue yeah. or whatever doing his little f- apologizing thing was kind of like, obviously he's going to kill or attack these people. Like it's super obvious to me. Yeah. And, and of course he did. Yeah. That one was, yeah, it was a little bit predictable. Um, that whole sequence of events, but a train's a piece of shit and I'm glad he's fucking seeing right. that he's a piece of shit and he got homeboy killed. Which we never I even know. got that guy's powers. I I wanted to know what he could do. I did too, and I'm I'm wondering if maybe they mentioned it earlier, and I just never noticed it because I'm like my wife said the same thing, and I agree. Like I don't actually know at all what his powers were, except for singing the boy band song. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, um, I did like the scene where he, you know, was like. I'm still in love with you or whatever. And she was like, oh, no. Like, I like that she was a good person and didn't cheat. Because, you know, that's yeah. always what they do in TV shows. And I thought that's what they were setting up. Is like, everybody's wrong. But instead, it's like, no, she's a good person. And Huey's just a piece of addicted shit. <laughs> right. Um, but I, see, I kind of get his... I, I I agreed with Huey at the end of this episode, though. Like, he needs to go... This needs to be done. For sure. Like, yeah, yeah. Staying yeah. with her is not the option. Like... Homelander needs to be dealt with 
And there's sometimes you're just going to have to get your damn hands dirty. And that I do he, like, it needs to be done. I do like that he teleports out of his clothes every time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but his powers kind of suck. It's going to have to be Butcher versus Homelander. Because it I seems know. like Butcher got full Homelander powers. Well, it'll be Butcher and then the Soldier and yeah, Homelander, most likely. Well, I mean, the Deep might try to fight, too. <laughs> I'm sure he'll get killed right away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Deep's also, his wife or whatever is a fucking psycho. It's all bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm I'm just glad he still sucks and he's getting his fucking, like, it's all shitty for him. In the end, it's going to end up shitty. Um, we can only hope. <laughs> A-Train, A-Train hopefully croaks. Fucking hopefully all of them. And right. you see why Butcher hates them all and why he's like, you all need to die. <laughs> Wonder Woman got scooped up too. I, I mean, I know she's probably not dead, but yeah, still. yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen with her, but she wanted to die and then got laid and was like, "Oh wait, maybe I don't want to die" because she like tried not <laughs> to. But she did tell him, "I fucking hated you the whole time," which was nice. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely worth watching if you haven't. Still, I don't know what you're waiting on. Watch it. Yep, I love it. It's good. It's good shit. People are pretty much universally praising it. So if you're not watching it, you should watch it. So yeah. now we'll talk about uh, Ninja Turtles, which we've all beaten together last night. And on, yeah, hard. on hard mode, baby. On hard That's mode. true. We just beat it on hard. Yeah. It was fucking hard. Though, Jesse, you <laughs> kept saying it wasn't that hard. I mean, I felt like it was hard. Well, it was challenging, but... C- compared to what like a hard mode should feel like we shouldn't have been able to clear it like that you know like but no that's a good thing i'm happy that it was doable i and would this... also note that we were playing or you guys were playing characters from your previous playthrough though i only did that once yeah wait you did that's right you switched to casey jones right yeah yeah okay i went <laughs> to raft you they kind of expect you to maybe do that somewhat yeah. <laughs> but um but yeah, I'm not saying it was it was easy. It was it was challenging, for sure. It was fucking challenging. Uh, it, I mean, it must be super fucking hard by yourself. Yeah, I can even imagine playing that mode by alone. But yeah, right. I don't know but, if it scales it or not. You know, I don't think it does. I think that's the. I think it's just that's just the game. Yeah, because when we played with five people on launch day. We were kind of just crushing through the stages like it was nothing. That's true. But everyone was dying different times. We just were able to res each other because we could then tank, like off tank the other person or, you know, the boss or whatever. I will say I loved it. It's fucking great. I know I was like kind of meh on it. Just didn't think I was going to care. And then I played it and it was fucking really fun. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. I eat crow. The music is just <laughs> beautiful. I love it. Yeah, it's got some pretty good uh, music on it. Um, I think, I mean, like we all said, I think everything about it was great. I mean, the voice work was the one, like, thorn, I think, that it was noticeably, like, not matching what maybe they should have sounded like, especially, like, Shredder uh, and Casey Jones. (laughs) Yeah, the voices are real bad. Yeah. Fine. And then the Casey Jones fucking taunt is what does he say? Batter up, scum bucket, scuzz bucket, scuzz bucket. <laughs> yeah, he says it like that. <laughs> Batter up, scuzz bucket. <laughs> so bad. I mean, I thought the voices were 
okay. They were probably I think they were they could they could have been better, but I thought they sounded like what would come out of like a shitty arcade game. They were definitely pretty lo fi. I I guess I don't know. I guess maybe I have I'm a less harsh critic for that. I thought they were fine. Um but yeah, I thought the game looks pretty good. Uh I'm happy I didn't buy it. I'll give Game Pass that. I'm happy I did like the whole like oh I have Game Pass so I just because I'll probably even though I thought it was a lot of fun and it was great I'll probably I'll never play it again. Um, because if, for games like that I have like if I have Streets of Rage four which is a quality game or other games like that uh, I'm actually thinking I may not even buy the Cowabunga Collection. Because I'm wondering if I really need it. I would only be buying it. <clears throat> I probably will buy it because I want it for the two, tur- <laughs> for the two the the tournament fighters games. Because I I like the Sega Genesis mm. one and I want to play it out of nostalgia. And I like the Super Nintendo one. It's not that bad. It's all right. I'm just not sure if I can warrant a purchase just to have those when I already have them emulated. Um, because the I mean the beat 'em up games are kind of fun, but it's just a lot of ports of like like subpar shit. Like yeah, like why play Turtles in Time on Super Nintendo when they have the arcade port? And but I guess I don't know. I mean Hyperstone Heist is different than Turtles in Time, kind of, not really, but kind of. So I don't know. I probably will end up getting it anyways. I just don't have that big of a tie to like Turtles, even though I was like super targeted demographic for it. But, um, yeah, I thought it was a pretty cool game. I thought it's a cool combo system. There, co- I think there could have been more to it because, I mean, I've played beat-em-ups throughout the years in the last couple of years that have more going for them, but they are kind of a lot tougher. Like, this is good for kids. It really is just kind of like attack, like mash attack and... Uh, your special attack and stuff like that because like river city girls is great but river city girls gets hard very fast and also the combo system is super intricate and you get moves later on that most people won't even know how to perform them so i guess maybe i'm comparing it i'm comparing it to what should be its contemporaries but but aren't like streets of rage 4 is a pretty good comparison but I personally still don't think it touches Streets of Rage 4. Uh, and River City Girls is just like, I mean, checkers and chess, basically. But I thought it was a pretty cool game. I definitely recommend it if you have access to it. Okay. Yeah, it was good. I I had fun with it. I don't play a lot of these kind of beat-em-ups you know, nowadays. Um, so I think I just really enjoyed it. And it was a lot of fun playing co-op um, both times. I laughed a lot. Jesse said I was too hype. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you were I too hype. It. I just noticed you were hype. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel a little bit for the for the amount of hype the game got, for how long we've known about it, for how much of a big deal it was. I just feel like there's not much there. It's a pretty short game. You can beat it in two hours. And then there's nothing else really there. There's challenges for every stage. So one stage might say, uh, beat the stage without taking any damage or like beat the stage without being grabbed or beat the stage without using a special attack. 
but other than like the main story like i mean it, it is really like it really is kind of old school bare bones it's just a straight it's almost like they didn't have to give you the whole super mario world layout where you like where you could like drive around to the different you didn't need that no but to you go didn't. back and to, to go back and sell the 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 tapes and the bugs you find like that could have been a menu like that made me think that there was going to be branching paths or secret shit. Who knows? Maybe there'll be added content. I highly doubt it. Uh, but I'm pretty sure they made their money. And I know Cowabunga Collection's making its money. That all the physical copies sold out. I think within the same afternoon, they were all those special edition hundred some odd dollar physical uh, special editions for that game sold out within moments of being put out. Uh, which is always a racket. Like, I just actually yeah. saw this pretty good video on limited run games, and it was like why limited run games is bad. And part of me was like, "Oh man, get over it, stop being an asshole." But they kind of were making some sense in the video, like where limited run games will create a false sense of what's the word? M- Nintendo does it too. Oh, they make, um... like. Yeah. Scarcity. They make like false scarcity. It's like when Disney where, used to put things in the quote unquote vault, meaning they yeah. just stopped selling it so that people would supply demand that shit. Yeah. So what Limited Run does is they'll, they'll let's just say they make a thousand copies of a game and then they sell like 300 of them and online and they go, oh, my God. Uh, Ninja Turtles sold out in 30 minutes. Every physical copy is gone. And they sold 300, but then they have 700, right? And then what <laughs> they do is is they have like they, – they keep a certain amount of stock for like, oh, in case when we ship these out, they get damaged. We have to have a back stock to send. And then like what they do is they make their own little pop-up stores in like North Carolina. They do this often where you can go to a limited run store and like buy physical copies of games. I'm like, Oh, surprise that game that sold out. They have a bunch of copies there, but then also employees who work for limited run can on their own go on like eBay and sell their copies. And what limited run will also do is they will go to these third party companies, which are basically people that they work with and they will sell the games through their channels through ebay and shit and upcharge them so like limited run will sell like a quarter of their copies to the public and then they will artificially uh scarcify the rest of the games and make them like a hard to find commodity which i think is dick but i also think it's okay because it's their company and their product they can do whatever they want with it all these games are usually available physically digitally anyways so I think they're just capitalizing on the what you call it collector market all us fucking nerds mm-hmm. who fucking want to you know we have to go get the special edition like I have to buy Dark Souls again because they came out with a new box art for it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to fucking do it like so I can't really complain too much because I'm part of that but but yeah any hoodles. Um, I still think limited run is fine, but it is kind of dick when they do that, when people do that to other people. Be nice to people. Yeah, I don't like artificially limiting supply to increase demand. I think it's nonsense. <laughs> Just make, you know, if you want to do a limited run, do like 10,000. <laughs> run the shit, and then yeah. 
if it doesn't sell, you just fucking scrap it. I don't know. Whatever. Or do a lower amount. Like, you know, I don't know what the operating costs are, right? So it could be... I think be... it depends on the pre-orders. Yeah, so, so pre-order think... it and do it that way. Yeah, I think, like, uh, it depends. Like, if something's kickstarted, I think that's how they gauge and figure out how many they're going to make. Like, when they were making Shovel Knight... And they're like, we just need 30 grand. And then they made like $30 million. Yeah. And obviously exaggerating those numbers. They probably didn't realize like, oh, okay. Everyone's going to be able to find a physical copy of this shit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, games are games and they're, oh, they're always going to be there. Like you can find them fit digitally. So it shouldn't really be a problem. Yeah. But Ninja Turtles was great. I really enjoyed it. Um, I I think it looks really good and everything other than some like a couple of the voice lines, you know, a couple of the voice actors, I think sounds great. I really like the music. Um, it's a little short, so I do hope maybe they add some DLC later or something. Um, yeah. But more characters. I would like Yosad Giojimbo. I, mean, I feel like we got more characters than we get from like all the old turtle games. Yeah, that, yeah it's true. We did get seven <laughs> characters. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, they're all fun, but I'd like to see more. I'd be Metalhead or, um, you know, Tokar and Razor. That'd be fun. Yeah. So there's a, I don't know what, I I think it's a fan-made game, which maybe if if, if it's not so shitty and it's actually, I got to look it up and see. There's a Ninja Turtles game on on PC and it's a beat-em-up like that. And it's a co-op beat-em-up and it's got like, some shit like 20, 30 characters. It's got like everybody you can fight, you can play as. And I remember looking it up and not ever getting around to it. So I got to look up, look that up and see. Also see if it's worth playing. A lot of times they're not. There's a whole subset of beat-em-ups called Beats of Rage, which is where people took the Streets of Rage code and they basically put whatever they want into it. Uh, I went nuts with this on Dreamcast and like downloaded everyone I could find because what a lot of people would do is they would take like Streets of Rage and then they would add like bonus characters. Streets of Rage, but then they would put like fucking Street Fighter 2 characters in it. So there would be like Axel Blaze and then like Ryu and Guile and like your, you know, they would put the special moves and shit in it. It would be awesome. And then eventually people just started building their own entire games with the whole Beats of Rage system. So, like, I have some Beats of Rage games, which it's Streets of Rage, but it's just, like, Street Fighter Alpha sprites, and the bad guys are Street Fighter Alpha sprites, and the stages are, like, custom stages. And it's just a beat-em-up, side-scrolling Street Fighter game or a Mortal Kombat game, or there's King of Fighters ones. There's a lot of them. If you look up Beats of Rage, there are... Man, scores of them, so many of them, and they're really, really neat. So, um, I haven't looked up those. I, um, I only played them through my Dreamcast, but I know they're all it's all PC shit, so they're all pretty easy to to come by and find. Um, and then I was also looking at Battle Toads. It is on Game Pass, and I was seeing like, oh, we had fun with Ninja Turtles. Maybe one day we can try Battle Toads out. I think it's three it's three player co op. There's three Battle Toads. And it looks really good, at least. Like, visually, it's impressive. I'm just not sure how it's going to play, but I'm sure it's all right. I installed it, too, as you were talking about it yesterday. I think James was already installing it. I had it installed and then deleted it (laughs) originally, so. (laughs) Um, Nice. Yeah, I'm not really interested in playing it unless I'm trying it out with you guys. Yeah. 
Oh Pretty yeah, much. I'm not gonna play it unless we play it. So you All were right, cool. Maybe you we were that out. the hypest on it, James. What's your rating? You think after playing beating it so far? Um, yeah. So I would agree that I think if I would have paid, which I don't think it would have been more than what twenty bucks for this, maybe it's thirty. Twenty. I think it's twenty-five. Yeah. Twenty. Okay. Yeah. So I I mean, if I would have paid that, I probably would have been a little disappointed in expecting future DLC of some sort that was included. Um, I thought it definitely brought me back to like playing the arcade game at the movie theater and stuff. Um, yeah. it reminded me of the old games. I liked the graphics on it. I, you know, like the fights were all fun. It was great being able to play with other people. I thought it was cool that I've, I've never experienced something that had a six player co-op, which I thought was an interesting choice. I think it's it's too much. I don't know if it was just like a flashy thing they were trying to do. Like, oh, it's not four, it's six. You know, like yeah, yeah. we got up okay. to five. <laughs> we got up to five at once, and it was a bit of a mess. Yeah, there were a couple Especially times when... I just was literally in a corner thinking I was someone else, just hitting nothing. Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous for a while. Especially if you're a turtle then you don't know which turtle you are. Even when it was the three of us, sorry, I also was still lost half the time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's, I think a lot of the ultimate attacks are all like these barrage, like, you know, fury, fury blows type thing where they're just like swinging all over and it gets a little, definitely. Yeah. Big AOE. Um, I thought the enemies were good. I didn't think anything felt too overly like overpowered or anything. Um, yeah, it's a good, I, good uh, bad guy selection. I think it's a good game to like bridge like our generation and younger generations, like getting into turtles and like how we played them, and it's still being accessible to them at you know a younger age. Like I know my coworker, he's you know a few years older than me loves the turtles from back in the day and playing the games and then his you know son or daughters i think he got his son and daughter playing and you know she more or less is i think she's only like three or something so she's you know she's just kind of walking around on the screen but it's easier to follow and not too complicated um so i think it, i i don't know i i'm again probably going to be the more forgiving of anybody in a lot of cases but uh i loved it i'm probably sitting at like a good 8.5 um i just think they didn't quite give me enough i can't complain for playing it free on game pass so i for for free and playing it or not really free but for playing it on game pass i mean i think it's it's you know two hours of gameplay it's not too much i'm not i don't feel bogged down i had a great time felt yeah. you know fun never got boring um if i paid for it i do think it would have been a little short so that would have been my only like big critique and then you know just getting voice work that maybe is a little closer to what i think the character should sound like but they, it's that's just a personal choice they probably could have just taken lines from the show you know what i mean yeah. and just yeah. made yeah. a game around that right like make the well, the characters from the show do the things that they did in the show yeah. But I think by now that show that we're referencing isn't the Ninja Turtles anymore. It's like there've been so many more shows since then. Even though no this would have been pulling from the one we watched, not the other ones that have come out since. Yeah. 
So you're right, yeah. It was pulling from the OG. Um, I will say this, though. A whole bunch of kids are going to be super pissed when they get that Kyle Bunga collection thinking they're going to get a quality beat-em-up of, of this level. Because those old games, they're fun, dude, but they are old mid-90s beat-em-ups. They are not... Like, this game plays really well, and it's smooth, and it's a good playing game. Those old games don't play like this. And a lot of people are going to, for the first time, think they're going to get, whoa, I'm going to get 13 more Ninja Turtles games? Nah, dude, you're getting, like, Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo, NES. You don't think they've touched them in any way? Not like the fucking 12-year-olds. Just to make them smooth, you know what I mean? Like smooth oh, them up a little bit. No, they're gonna. Those are gonna be straight ports, dude. With just some, they're gonna look better, but they're gonna play exactly the same. They're gonna play, and also there's nothing to add in those games. You, they can't add. Like first off, if you do your special, you lose health. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like visually, just, just make the movement smoother. Oh, like little, uh, like just a little thing like that. I mean, I don't even think it's that much about being smooth. It's just that those games are just... I mean, this game also is just jump and attack and special. But this game has, like, comboing and juggling. And those games don't have that. Like, uh, you'll see. Like, if you play the, the Cowabunga Collection... i played old see. games. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm saying, like, I don't know how the last time that you've played, like, you know, Hyperstone Heist or Turtles in Time. They're not bad. They're They're not bad, but I just... You know what, maybe they are better than I'm making them out to be, but I just feel like if you compare them directly to this brand new beat-em-up game, they're definitely aged. It's like when people are like, oh man, Street Fighter 2 is my favorite. I love fucking Street Fighter, dog. All day, let's go. But with what we've had for the last 20 years, Street Fighter 2 is is like a it's like a really clunky game. I enjoy it n- nostalgia wise, and Super Turbo is is cool and all, but you can't really compare it to like the things that we have now. So I just feel like there's a possibility that some people are going to get their kids, their young nine and ten year old kids, the the Ninja Turtle Collection game, and they're going to be like, "What the fuck am I playing? Why isn't it as good as Shredder's Revenge?" I don't think they're selling to kids with that at all, though. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, the, the kids will want it if they see it's out there, but we'll see. I mean, I guess I will. I don't have kids to show it to, so. I Either just way. don't think that's the target with that. I think that type of a collection is obviously for the age group that played it when it was out. And it's just giving us a chance to be able to have them on our new systems or whatever. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, those are also there for the new generation to finally get a chance to play them. But, yeah. Either way, uh, yeah, I thought it was it was a good game. I think they did a good job. But yeah, same as you. I think that if I would have paid full price for it, I would have been a little bummed to be like, damn, just paid full price for this game, beat it in two hours. Even if I beat it twice, and then there's not really much else to do. What's your rating? Mm-hmm. Um, seven and a half. I'll say seven. Okay. Just because it needs more. Just because of when it came out, for it to come out now, they could have put a little bit more in there. It's it's really bare bones. And I, I, I don't believe that they're going to – I don't believe they're going to um, 
add any content. I don't think they have to. So I don't think they're going to waste the resources and the millions of dollars to like add on DLC to this game, which is kind of a bummer. So I just see them as being like, cool, we made our money. They probably just made a shit ton of fucking money off this game. So they don't really have to do anything. They made they I'm almost positive they made their money back. Uh so I think they could have they could have easily done like a battle mode. I mean, fucking Double Dragon even went, well, which double one of the Double Dragons have that. They could have had a mode where you can just fight each other on a just take any take any one block of any stage and clip that and then just have up to six people go into and fight each other and just turn friendly fire on and have a versus mode. I would never play it. I would fucking hate it. But other people would love that. And they could have just done something. But I think it's a good game. I don't want I know it sounds I'm disparaging it, but I think it was good. I just think it could have been a little more. They could have put a little more effort into it. You spent a long time shitting on it though. <laughs> Which is okay. It's just funny. You're like, I think it's good. And then you're like, over and over again, I didn't really like this and that the other. But no, I'm just giving my my criticisms of it. I just I think it's good. It's just it, it could have been they had a, the ability to do a lot more. They did, but what if they never planned for it to be that? Maybe what I mean, what if it's just a matter of like fans hyping it up more than what they ever planned it to be? Yeah, I mean, I'm not even saying fans doing it. I'm saying just me personally thinking thinking like, oh, they could have like you could add like this sometimes you can add things to like add content to games and it's it, it wouldn't really take a huge resource. I'm not saying add twenty characters, but I don't know. It just seems it seems like a really bare bones package. But then again, it's only twenty five dollars, so that they could have charged forty for it. So I guess the prices are right. Maybe it could have been twenty, but like I said, I know it sounds like I'm disparaging the game, but I don't know. I think it was a good game. I just feel like it's a little slim. Okay, I'm going to give my rating now. Um, I think it was good. I had a really good time with it. Um, I agree it's short, um, but it was you know on Game Pass, which I like. Again, I agree. I don't know how much it's going for on the other systems. I imagine twenty five. A twenty five. I was gonna say, I imagine it's a twenty dollar game. Twenty five bucks. I think it's um, a little expensive. Um, I don't know how much it costs to make. Obviously, you know the studio has to make their money back. Plus, hopefully, make a little bit. Um, but I'm gonna give it an eight. I think it. I think it was really, really good. Um, maybe I would go an eight point five. Actually, I think it was really fun. It looks really good. All the animations are great. All the characters play real fun and different enough. I mean, they're the same. You're you're mashing the same buttons. That's what all these games are. But they have different move sets, which I really liked. Um, and like the all the animations are really fun for all their stuff. So. My only knock would be just uh, the voice acting would probably be a full point for me and half a point for the length. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. A lot more than I thought I was going to, in fact. So, um, I am glad. Yeah. I, it was funny. I started playing it and got immediately really hyped and had a lot of fun. <laughs> so, um, But yeah. All right, so let's jump into some news. I forgot we actually had uh, there's articles on here that I forgot happened because it's they all the weeks blur together right now for me. So um, yeah. So uh, first one is beat 'em up news again. It's not really beat 'em up news. I just wanted to throw out there that a beat 'em up did come out recently. Final Vendetta came out last week, which I'd been looking forward to. 
so if anyone's still on a beat em up hype, look up Final Vendetta. Uh, that also had like a limited run, had like a was like trying to sell that game for the last like year. It's another game that's really been like, oh, we're coming out with this game for a long time, but there was nothing out for it. Um, so that's out. It looks pretty neat. I'm going to be picking it up pretty soon. So it's just another beat em up game. So be on the lookout for more beat em up stuff, Final Vendetta. Yep, and then um, we got some news no one wants or cares about, hopefully. Uh, there's a Jon Snow spinoff series coming to HBO. And- I care, and I'm hyped. I want it. Oh, you are? Really? Hell yeah, I'm hyped. You okay. could watch the last two seasons or three seasons of Game of Thrones and want any more? <laughs> yeah, I do with that character. I mean, his ending was so boring like i mean you know whatever he's going past the wall and all that so there could be something cool with that i, just... I think north of the wall and the further south you get like from the cities and stuff is where more of the magic and the fantasy starts to happen and i think him being north of the wall we're gonna see just more i think we're gonna get more i've always wanted to know more about north of the wall i want to know and see it all and I think we're going to get a lot more of it. And I'm excited for that. And if they can do a freaking partner him up with the redheaded guy again, that dude's freaking hilarious. I'm for it. It doesn't need to be eight seasons, and I don't think it would be. I think it may be you give it one, see if it's good. If there's a good enough story to keep growing off of, you know, maybe max two or three. But just a nice little banger story of what's going on or what happened north of the wall for John once he decided to go exploring up there. I think that's cool. I have little to no hope uh, for it, but I guess I'm glad it's I'm glad, I'm glad somebody's hyped for it and excited. Yeah, um, I mean, again, like I guess it's just a matter of like looking past like the negative shit. Like I get the last two seasons were super rushed and only off of bullet points, but. Like, the first six seasons, to me, personally, were great. Like, everything up to Battle of the Bastards, like, it was just, I loved it. And I loved the pieces of the last two seasons. But, I mean, I understand that it was just kind of a shit show of just, like, obviously a way rushed story writing and just very broad, again, bullet point, you know, narrative. And it was just didn't work, but... I mean, there's still a lot of cool characters that I like to see more. I know a lot of people weren't hyped on Jon Snow's story. I didn't dislike it. I was, you know, pro Jon Snow figuring it out and always being the, you know, the underdog and hopefully making it, never making it type of thing. Um, And then just kind of being like, nah, I just don't even care. This shit ain't worth it. And, you know, saying deuces at the end, like. I'm all for that. I want to see his story of what's going on up north. I'm excited. I, I'm looking forward to the Targaryen shit. Oof, I, I hated think... <laughs> absolutely every piece and minute of the last three seasons. Uh, season, I don't know which one. There's what eight seasons of the show. So season, I would say three and a half or two and a half seasons. I six fucking was hated. the last full season. Okay. Well, I fucking like, they, like like full. What is it? Ten episodes? I think they originally were. After they passed the books, it was absolute trash to me. So I, I thought the books went through season six, and then the last two were bullet points. There's only been five books, 
and they kind of went a season a book, but I can't remember. See, the the season where they started to jump the shark for me was the Sand Snake stuff, like when they got to uh, House Martell and all that. They did really you, rushed. Did all you that. read the books? I read all of them and loved them. They didn't do them. Like I I may be wrong, but I I only like started the first one, and it was just like uh, I didn't like the way it was like how it was like chunks. And you only actually got like a couple characters and like yeah. the whole book. Once they so, geographically separated them in the books, it got rough. Um, I thought the five. six seasons still covered all five books because of the way it's like the books are like just huge chunks and they all kind of aren't like the way they did the show is they broke it up smaller and actually put it in a timeline. Whereas in the book, it's all like big story chunks and then it, you kind of got to like piece it together yourself, don't you? Yeah, there's halfway through one of the seasons they passed the book and it was when it got really bad. Oh, okay. And uh, the Hodor shit is one of the worst things that's ever been committed <laughs> to film for me. I can't believe it happened and I was so angry. I If I could have fist fought Dam- David Demilov and Doug Brown, whatever, I would have yeah. done it. They that is one of the worst atrocities of writing I think I've ever seen. <laughs> it's yeah. I have to. I don't get me wrong. Like I see the negative, but I also like, like I said, I I like to still take in the stuff I enjoy. Like I still think it's like cinematically beautiful. I still like a lot of characters. I still hate a lot of characters. Um, and I I'm completely aware of all the faults in it, but like as a whole like i still enjoy fantasy and i still enjoy the world that was given to us in it and i mean i'm just hopeful like that anything we will get like the targaryen stuff or the john snow series and whatever other ones they've been talking about i'm just hopeful those with different writing or whatever can bring us back into that world and give us like the stuff we wanted from the ending or at least give us just just a good story in that world you know like with those characters and the cool shit that could be there you know i i don't know that's my thoughts on it i can look past that negative you know stuff about it i guess i cannot i feel uh (laughs) betrayed and i hope nothing good comes of it i honestly hope fucking stupid george martin doesn't even finish the series i mean i'm gonna read it if he does but i doubt he will and nah, he <laughs> at this point, he has to figure out a new ending because, you know, they always said he gave them an ending, you know, that was canonical, but didn't fill everything in. And so what we got of Daenerys's turn, which was a pretty obvious thing that was going to happen, I think I just didn't like the writing on it. I didn't think it felt natural at all to me. It didn't. Uh, no, you're right. It's like they show her in the show. It's a lot. It, it's a lot easier to see her as like a pretty good good person right like she's done Mm -hmm. some things she's um you know she she killed all the slavers and all that stuff but like they were slavers and she was a slave at some point you know what i mean like that's i think that's the most unfortunate character like thing you got in the whole thing was that one character that was one of the main characters they just completely just botched and disregarded her whole journey (laughs) and just like i don't know it wasn't it was too fast and it wasn't yeah i agree they didn't handle that properly at all yeah 
I, I don't know. And, you know, Jon Snow, they, like, confirmed that he's a Targaryen. And, all that, and I just felt like it, like you said, rushed is a good word for a lot of it. Because there were glimpses of things that could have been done well. Mm-hmm. I thought the fucking whole thing with Arya killing the Night King was insane to me. Like, none of it worked. None of it worked. I, I was okay with that. I wish her. we would have got more of... I honestly wish we would have got a lot more of her story with the... The, the faceless, faceless men, men yeah. Shit, yes. <laughs> Even in the books, she's there for like months and like does a bunch of shit, and they just like glazed over it. I and know, the worst so part good. is HBO told D and D like you can have as many seasons as you want. The shit makes money, and they were like, "No, right. we only need this. We only want to do these." K, and then that's Ugh. what they gave us, and it's such trash. I'm glad they lost their Star Wars franchise. I'm glad they're just in hiding. <laughs> like they're super rich, and they're never gonna need money again. So please don't make anything else creatively fuck yourself to hell go live your lives with all the money you made from the good seasons or whatever and just don't touch anything don't make any more media they just shouldn't write anything (laughs) i don't know yeah they did all the other seasons they just didn't write them (laughs) yeah (laughs) it just made me so so angry i was like I don't know. I was like violently angry watching that last season. Every episode, I was like, well, "What the fuck are we talking about? Like, what are we oh, doing? Oh yeah, what the fuck are we doing?" <laughs> the actual, if you like, look past the you know flashy popcorn stuff. Like, sure, they did like really botch all our characters. The way they did, nothing felt good about how all the characters like ended up. And maybe that's why I want the Jon Snow series and hopefully it's in somebody else's hands because I want if I can get at least one character wrapped up a little better, <laughs> like maybe, you know, um, I think it, I would take it. I, I, don't, I don't know. Did you either of you guys get to see the Lord of the Rings like screenshots? Yeah, or dude, no. those orcs no. look so fucking good. They look great. <laughs> it they look so good. was so good. Uh, it's in the same like realm that's why i kind of yeah the they just released like three or four screenshots of the orcs and mm-hmm. the fucking makeup on them looks so goddamn good they look no, it's terrifying <laughs> yeah they look terrifying they look like vicious it's just great i'm i'm like cautiously optimistic about that because wheel of time was not great and i had just no. finished all 14 books <laughs> and shit yeah and amazon kind of shit the bed they did a really good job on the casting and the actors were all great it's just super rushed like super duper rushed so it still felt very like old streaming service series like not like current like i understand current ones like they're they're putting out good shit in some cases but it felt like early development yes. and when you streaming know what, services just came out. You know what it felt like now that you say it? It felt like early streaming services because it felt like they didn't commit enough to it, right? Like they <laughs> right. because back in the day when the streaming services were just coming out, they would just toss stuff out because they were like, we don't know what's gonna work, you know, or like they didn't exactly. want to invest too much money and shit. And <laughs> that's exact you nailed it on that. That's exactly what it felt like to me. <laughs> is like old streaming like almost cwe and some of the <laughs> stuff <right. laughs> and i was really hopeful for it because i loved all the casting i thought it looked really really like they all looked like the characters if you read the books you know you had your own imagined characters but when you saw them or when i did i thought wow those actually look like they could be those characters you know like it fits um 
and yeah, I don't. It's so <laughs> when I see stuff like these, the you know these scenes from it, I'm like really excited. But then I'm like, what if they're not great? You know, <laughs> right? So I'm not. I'm cautiously optimistic. I'd say I'm hopeful, but I don't expect anything. So I I would yeah I'm kind of with you on that. Like I'm I'm hoping that they understand what they're holding on to. And it's kind of a precious in itself. Like this <laughs> Lord of the Rings is a big deal for a lot of people. And uh, to mess it up is could really just really shit that on them like yeah. real bad. Like, and <laughs> they just canceled last year their Lord of the Rings MMO that they were making because they mm. can't make a good game. Fucking <laughs> New World. Like they've canceled every game they've made except for New World at this point. Which is crazy. Well, that's because they're going back and trying to finish it now, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but I was excited for Lord of the Rings. Because, you know, Lord of the Rings Online is is good, but it's, like, very old school, you know? It's, and mm-hmm. it's, like, new school, old school, because, like, I'm loving EverQuest again because it's truly old school. Um, But this was, like, old school graphics <laughs> meets new school, newer school development. So it's, like, Quest Hub based Mm. game that looks old so it's i don't know it's tough but yeah so i think that those screens look really good and i'm not excited for game of thrones and i I mean listen if it comes out and everyone's like holy shit it's great because john i mean kit harrington was great as Jon snow so if he does if it's written really well and it's a good story i'll definitely watch and enjoy it it's just i'm not i'm trying not to like i i have no hope i don't think House Targaryen or Blood of the Dragons or whatever the fucking I Blood and Sand or whatever dumb shit it's called. I have no hope for that. But I think that there's a lot to Jon Snow's story when he was already beyond the wall that we didn't see in the shows. That was very cool. Like Right. There's a lot. You learn a lot about the skin shifters, like what Bran can do. He meets Varax's six skin, and that guy's really fucking cool. Uh, so can the they all like eyes. warg into their wolves or not yes in the books they Damn all it. can they all can and that's something that fucking pissed me off john doesn't do it very often but he does it and it. <laughs> they all can aria uh can see nymeria she doesn't know what she's doing um and yeah. we don't know if uh sansa could they all had a bond with their their wolves right, um right. but it's imp- you never see Rob Stark do it, but it's implied that's why him and uh, Summer Wind or whatever I think it's just Summer they they fight so well together because they're in tune. They can see through each other's eyes, you know. Yeah, um, somebody was talking to me about it and made it sound like I, I again I didn't read the book, so I don't know for sure. But they made it out sound like that Rob was in his wolf so much that like and everybody called him the Wolf in battle because like he actually was like yes in the wolf too much and was like the wolf <laughs> yeah and that that happened to bran a bit too he couldn't go too long doing all this stuff he would dream mm-hmm. about eating shit and um and aria would only dream warg but i think john would warg at will at some point when he was north of the wall mm. um and that's the whole thing he learns how to i think he learns to control it more from varax's six skin who can warb warg into six different fucking animals how fucking That's cool. Dope. He could work into a bird and he used that bird to claw John's fucking eye and had a, he had a dope scar from it. And we don't get That's any cool. of that. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, maybe they'll do some of that in, you know, maybe they can pull from some of that and just have mm-hmm. 
you know, maybe there, there there's some small story because hopefully the Night's King is dead and there's no more danger of, you know, new walkers. But maybe there's, you know, shit to do there. So Yeah, I'm just hoping, like I said, that I, it seems to me like the further south they got, there was like a little bit more like magic and a little further north they got there was a little more magic mm-hmm. like or more well, the, like the children you know, of fantasy the, and stuff yeah the children of the forest were still there and they were the last of the magical people basically like in the world mm-hmm. or whatever it's low magic but when uh daenerys's dragons hatch magic returns to the world that's kind of the thing that's why mm. in the show remember she's on the dock and like there's a dude doing fire magic and he's like what the fuck like he could only do a little bit before, and then when she's there, he can do more, and that's like then they do an at- attempt on her life and all that stuff. That's all because she's got those dragon eggs, and magic is uh. coming back to the world. Like a Targaryen is back with dragons, and it's like a thing that brings magic back. And then we never saw the Children of the Forest in the books yet, so I don't know if they were just hidden or if like maybe the magic brought them back too, because then we didn't see... In the show, we didn't see that till Bran gets to the fucking shit where he starts seeing into the past. Didn't they? Which... Didn't they reference them earlier though too? Yes, like a flashback. Yeah, because the humans betrayed the children of the forest. Yeah, that's what it was. that's the whole that's right. thing. Yeah, they they teamed up to fight the Night King originally, and then the humans betrayed mm-hmm. them because humans are fickle. You know, that's the whole thing. <laughs> right. But speaking of dark fantasy, let's go on to the greatest news of all time <laughs> right now. Literally the day after we fucking <laughs> recorded last week, we're playing D and D, and James says, "I got to break character, but it's worth it." Dragon's Dogma Two has been announced, and my dick exploded in space. <laughs> and then Jesse's dick exploded, and everyone's dicks Fuck exploded. Yeah, we don't have dicks no more, but you know what? <laughs> we only have Dragon's Dogma Two. No yeah, screenshots, man. no nothing. Just and you can tell they they. I mean, at least this is what I feel. I don't think they planned to announce it. I think they wanted to do the 10th anniversary and then wait to announce it till they had more to show, you know, because it seems like they must recently have started development um, because they just kind of threw this, you know, the director rips his shirt open and he has a Dragon's Dogma 2 shirt on at the end of their Dragon's Dogma, like 10 minute video or whatever they did. And he just said, I can confirm that it's in active development. And like was like, yeah. thank you for you know ten years of loving our game and whatever, and for your patience. That's very cool. But it seems like they they felt the pressure of like people like me being like, fucking announce a new game. Why are you letting <laughs> it die? You know? Um, yeah. You, do you think it's possible that they kind of do like a? I may be wrong with my reference here, but like a Final Fantasy thing where they just pull the Japanese MMO they were doing and kind of use it as a base to make develop this second game maybe for us i don't i don't, I don't know because i think the mmo they made was was the first game's map yeah and it was the first game's engine oh, too okay. i believe it was very similar graphically probably just yeah. you know with player characters rather than pawns but mm-hmm. um, yeah i'm pretty sure dragon's dogma online was just dragon's dogma online yeah um there might have been more to it i think they added more classes um which I would hope for more classes in the next game. You know, there's only like four. No, I think there's six. No, right? there's six or eight. I think it's. It might be. I think it's six. Yeah, but yeah, they're all like, it's like, sword and shield, two hand sword warrior, similar, right? <laughs> archer, no, magic it was, it archer, was sword and shield, or Thor, hammer and shield. 
and then there was archer or magic archer yeah and then mage or sorcerer yeah but there's also assassin and uh warrior which was the two-handed sword guy so you might be right that it's eight. Oh, you're right i think it's eight yeah but there was I would just like to Thor see. Class. I would just like to see an expand, maybe not even more classes, just an expansion of the skill set, set series, or sorry, the skill trees. And mm-hmm. I'd like that yeah. you could, if you could bring more active skills from each other's, from different classes to other classes to blend a little differently. Like if you use melee weapons, you could pull some of the active skills from some of the other, because you could do passives, which was really important. You would want to mm. level a class. So you could get those passives like more strength or more health or whatever to bring yeah. to the ultimate class that you wanted to end up with, you know? Um, but even if they just update the engine, give me a better story and release a new game with, you know, a little bit maybe tighter controls, things like that. I'm fucking set. I'm set for life. You know, like it doesn't do you want yeah. it to stay a one player game or do you want an option of co-op? I would love co-op. I would love three right. player, yeah. three player co-op. I think more than three players and it would be too easy. Um, or they're going to have to make it super hard. Yes. Yeah. I think three players would be pretty perfect. Yes. Like, yes. and it should be, that if you have more than one player, no pawns. So and you know, difficulty should scale. So whatever. But then we can fucking co op that whole game. I'll take another fucking day off, do another fourteen hour stream, bro. I don't give a oh, fuck. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, dude. But yeah, <laughs> and so then we'll play yeah. after we get done streaming. Yep, anyway. again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said fourteen. It was really sixteen, but twelve hours of stream. Oh, God, <laughs> and then we still so play. <laughs> I think I look back at Elden Ring and I still love it, but I also like dread going back to it right now. Like I want to play it all the time, and then I start and I'm like, I can't, I can't. I put too much time in it too quick. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> so we did get. Uh, I'm gonna skip to the Final Fantasy stuff just because we're in games, um, and then you can talk about Bastard because I don't know what that is yet. But oh, I don't know either. So we can just say that. So Bastard is getting an anime. Bastard is like a super famous, not super famous, but it's a really, it's an old school like anime. No, it's a manga. 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 manga, manga it's like manga. a dark, dark fantasy, heavy metal, the like kind of inspired manga anime um <laughs> and <laughs> it's getting an anime uh it's getting an animated netflix in 2022 so this year so just another fucking more weeb shit there's another weeb thing to come out that i won't watch but it'll probably be cool so yeah ba- if you know what bastard is it's getting animated for the first time cool that's it. um but we got final fantasy 7 stuff we got uh, so the anniversary we got final yeah. fantasy everything yeah <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, it would they had the 25th anniversary kind of presentation, which was just two things. It was just well, not not just that, but there's one they're doing one thing on mobile, which is like Final Fantasy VII Crisis, like something Crisis or whatever. It's it's like they're gonna like retell the whole. It's like a little chibi version that like retells the whole story. But fuck that thing. Yeah, the two major dumb. things are we got. Crisis Core Remake. Yep. It's called Crisis Core Reunion, which I, I'm i excited for because I never got to play Crisis Core. That was the PSP game where you got to play as Zack. 100% same. I did. I wanted to, and I had a PSP, but I don't think, like, I just didn't end up playing it. And then my PSP, like, kind of hit the back shelf, you know, of my stuff. And I yeah. didn't play it. But I've always wanted to because Zack's story just seemed like it could be fleshed out. I'm worried because square enix 
loves to flesh things out poorly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're like they're just getting weird. Yeah, yeah, they get too weird. Now, who knows with what they're doing with like with what I'm noticing now with Seven Remake, where it's like, oh, they're not they're not just remaking the old game. They're trying to do some new shit. Yes, and just like, so you know, when I made that joke, I wasn't making fun of you. I was making fun of Square because they called it a fucking remake, and it's not. Yeah, That's right, why I was right. so upset with it when I played it. No, no, and because I, I was just gonna kind of say that again is like they named it remake when that is absolutely not what they wanted to do. Yeah, and it's I frustrating. Can't wait till I know what it is. I, I'm. I figure I'm gonna beat this game within this week because I really want to figure out. I really want to see. Can I just ask this? Do you kind of know what's going on by the end of it, or is it still cloudy? It's. Uh, cloudy i didn't know sorry. any like oh, you just okay. get some more of the fucking kingdom <laughs> oh, no. hearts x13 people or whatever like all that shit i it, it doesn't you just see more of like what i'm thinking or maybe and you've probably you got to the end so i'm you've seen them I, or you know the people in the robes or whatever i don't know if there's more than one i can't remember oh you're right but yeah, they're they just kingdom sure. hearts people they look they literally look like the oh, people no, that really xehanort and all those people i forget what they're called the heartless yeah. Uh, but the ones that no, are like they're the, not Kingdom Hearts people, James. But kind of, it's it's the you're they're, thinking, the Dirge they're of Sephiroth. Servers. No, they're Sephiroth clones from the Final Fantasy movie. I think. Oh, from Advent Children. Yeah, it's something along with. I was wondering if that. it had to do with the movie instead more than the game. Yeah, I think so it, the uh, more you guys talk about it, <laughs> I don't know because Advent Children was super weird, and I don't know if this is taking any advent children it looks it it looks the part but i don't know i, I don't want to fuck it up because like i i think you should play it still like did you play final fantasy 7 the original me yeah oh yeah i loved it okay okay so yeah i said, I I was, think... I said that the other day that i beat resident evil 1 and final fantasy 7 on the same night oh nice <laughs> um yeah like i still think you should play seven remake because i'm playing it again and man is it a really cool game and the combat mm. is super fun and it's a really great game and i feel bad that we're like spoiling the fact that uh, it's not just they're not just retelling the story they're doing some fucking weird shit and i kind of like it because now that i know that as i'm playing the game like i said before i'm noticing i'm noticing that every now and then like a character would just say a, a throwaway line of dialogue and I'm like, the fuck does that mean? That has nothing to do with what's going on. Like, out of nowhere, like, there was a part where the, the bad guy, every now and then, they'll like show, a like, conspiracy theorist with yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. There's oh. a part where they just show a villain talking, and he just says, he just says something. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I remember now what was so goofy. It was the fucking whispers, the ghost shit, all those weird ghostly oh, things. Not, yeah. And they are like, what they say is they exist to ensure that the course of destiny is not altered by correcting yeah. any deviations. So it's it's that they're going to change shit, but then they're going to use those things to like do others or fix it. I don't know. I don't know, but I I still like it. I still think it's it's still a great game. I'm still playing a really fun game. It's really cool. It's just and there's uh, not time travel. I don't know. They no. don't they don't answer that, Aaron. I don't know, man. I don't know, James. We're just like wait till you play it and beat it. Like same as with me. I've had some people. I'm, I'm, I feel like I have to like frontline this game. That's what You're I had to sure. do because I was it was bothering me so much that I just I reinstalled like it and started price, it though. 
Yeah, but it's the new integrate or whatever with all the fixes. Is that gonna auto put the like shit in there? No, integrate is it's a uh, post DLC. It's a DLC expansion, but you play it after the game. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, good deal. Um, I oh, and we got so we got confirmation that the sequel's coming, and it's gonna be three games total, and the sequel is called Rebirth. Rebirth. And then the last yeah. one, they haven't said the name yet. Yeah, so Crisis Core is going to be called Crisis Core Reunion. And then, which I did notice something in the trailer, Zach falls through Aerith's church as well. Yeah, I think she mentioned that in the game at some point, or something like that, right? Wasn't there something uh, where she says, no, no, I mean I'm in the original, that like it's like implied that Zach oh. met her in a similar fashion or something? Is this a like Matrix thing where like Zach was the one, now Cloud's the one, and it's just like a replaying iterations of the world? No. And yeah, the story was it, always that Cloud wanted to be a hero, but he was a nobody. So no, I'm Zach, saying like this. Died, he took his identity. Oh, I don't What's, know. With this remake, is that what it's like? going towards is like this is like a repeating story and it's repeating until the earth is like saved the right way or some shit like that like groundhog's day neo matrix shit yeah i don't know but i was thinking like man this better not be a dream like it better not be someone's <laughs> like it really better not be somebody you wake wakes up, up in the church from falling yeah, through the roof <laughs> No, or like Cloud wakes up and he's in a test tube and he's a Sephiroth clone. Oh like, shit! Yeah. Better not Makos, Makos, what number am I? <clears throat> yeah, man, I don't know. But what we'll number see. Am I? We'll see I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna play them because fuck yeah, dude, let's go. But whatever. Um, I just wish they would have made like just a different game. <laughs> Like, oh, don't shit. call it Final Fantasy VII. You know what I mean? Because it's a good, it plays well, and it's like cool, looks really good. But like, it they're just, I don't know. I'm okay with it. I think it's in my. I'm all right with it. I'm I alone like, on an island with this. that opinion. By the way, to anybody <laughs> that listens to this, like, and hasn't played it, and has plans to play it on PC, thirty nine hours and thirty minutes left on a sale, thirty percent off. So it's like oh. fifty bucks right now. Shit. Hmm. Um, next one, real quick. When I when I so I went back to return that Resident Evil Three to GameStop because what I did was I did the old GameStop rental, which is GameStop <laughs> has pre-owned games, so you can you can return any pre-owned item within seven days for a full refund. Always do that to beat your games. So I bought Resident Evil Three, I beat it, and then I went to take it back like three four days later, and the guy was like, uh, a manager guy. He's like, oh, just so just so you know. Like he was, I hate when they're like, don't take this seriously, you fucking loser. Like it's not coming out of your pocket. But anyways, just so you know, used games are gonna be one day from now on, so you're not gonna be able to return them after one day. And I'm, I'm like, oh, okay, cool, man, no problem. And I asked him like, when's, when's that happening? And he's like, oh, we're having a meeting about it today, whatever. The emails are come out, whatever. So apparently GameStop's changing their return policy on pre-owned items to 24 hours. So you have to return it the next day, which I think is uh, – I think it should be two or three days because sometimes people buy them as gifts. Even though he did say you'll be able to exchange it for the same item, but like no more like, you know – 
buying a couple of used games, playing them for a week and returning them for a full refund, which I do understand on a business level of sure. Cause some people abuse it. I don't think I abuse it, but I do use it every so often. Like I was, I was going to keep Resident Evil three. It was only $10. Is it worth $10? Yeah. But am I going to ever play it again? No. You know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, am I going to, I could give it to somebody, I guess, but, um, I just realized, no, I don't want to give it to anybody and I don't really fucking care. I just realized my computer's not plugged in. Um, so yeah, so GameStop return policy is going back up. It's not going back. It's just getting changed to one day. I think that's a little short. Um, I'm not sure if I'm believing him. Maybe that's what they want to do and what some stores are going to try to uphold. But that's a pretty huge change to do company-wide for a company so big. But we'll see. Either way, it don't matter. It's just less business for them. That's, that's pretty much one of the only reasons I fuck with them anymore. Yeah, for sure. Um. <sighs> So we got some mm, World okay. Tour Street Fighter Six shit. Okay, yeah. So I think I think I might have it might have came up last week. Um, but yeah, we just got more confirmation. Basically, the World Tour mode where we saw the run around city thing. Uh, so the director of the game did say you will begin your world tour in Metro City. So that's pretty fucking awesome. We don't know how many places we're gonna go. But for sure, there are going to be multiple locations. So it's looking like what they're saying kind of is they want to like the single player component to the game isn't just going to be some training montages with Ryu and Chun-Li. Like they're going to put a full on like a full on game in here. So I'm super excited for that because I love Street Fighter and I like single player content. So that's pretty awesome to look forward to that. That's pretty much it. There's not much other stuff. They pretty much said they're going to stay pretty tight-lipped now since so much stuff leaked. Uh, so we're not going to really be getting too much. But, we, I mean, we got tons of video game footage, uh, like hours of video game footage that was online uh, from just people just straight-up ripping matches. And there's a couple good breakdowns. Go listen to the recent uh, Triple KO podcast. They break down the drive system pretty well. And yeah, just waiting for more news and waiting for the game to come out or who knows sometime next year. So that's it for that. Uh, and then I, also, yeah, I was going to say there's more fighting yeah. game shit that I don't know. Also, about. King of Fighters 15, another, <laughs> I believe, free DLC is coming out, which is Team Orochi, which is Chris, Shermie, and Yamazaki. No, it's not Yamazaki, dog. I'm so dumb. The other guy. Is it I the guy from the Shadulu? <laughs> no, but Team Orochi basically, uh, the, Chris Shermie and man, I'm so dumb for forgetting his name. Ah, whatever. I'll look it their up. Their Orochi forms are their Orochi forms are going to be uh, free DLC, which is pretty awesome. Uh, they play completely. You know, they're like overpowered versions of them. So uh, that's pretty neat. That SNK continues to. Uh, Add more content to the game. Um, and so it says it's know. three of the four heavenly kings of Orochi: Yashiro, Nanasaki, Yashiro, Na- Nanakasi, Shermi, and Chris. Yeah, Yashiro. Yeah, the other <laughs> one's uh, Iori. So Orochi is basically like this the de- this demon thing. It's it's pretty awesome. It's King of Fighters is pretty fucking crazy. The story's wild, but uh, those are their like demon forms. They don't look any different. They just 
they're just their powers are all crazy and wild. So just more characters for the game, uh, which I am looking forward to playing to getting into that playing it again some more. I just have to get through some of these bigger games. It, it that game's got like a 90 gig install. I don't know why. It is a good looking game, but um, I'm also really looking forward to that that fight stick showing up. So I, I kind of holding back on fighting games until those fights that fight stick shows up uh, sometime at the end of the year. That's it for that. Okay, and then we got a, a teaser for Stranger Things Season 4 Volume 2, which looks fucking great. There's a part yeah, where Eddie's playing shredding on a guitar in, in the Upside Down, and it looks awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, it looks like a metal yeah. album cover. It's so yeah. cool. Every, I um, was telling Kelsey, like, every new character in Stranger Things is fucking great. Every single time, you're like, fuck, I love them. <laughs> like, they all so, work so good. Everybody may know this. I was unaware that this is only two episodes. And that's great. Yeah. So part two is two episodes. I guess there's still one more season because they couldn't wrap up the story with this season. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, It's true. But episode eight is going to clock in at an hour and 25 minutes. And episode nine, hold on to your butts. Grand finale runs two hours and thirty minutes. Damn, okay. they're doing so it's like a four movie. <laughs> yeah, the last episode of the season is going to be a movie. Yeah, <laughs> so crazy. it's like so cool. That's pretty wild. Yeah, we'll see where it goes, man. It's it's pretty cool right now. So <laughs> the the thing I read it on says. The grand finale is two hours and 30 minutes. So not as long as the Batman, but still really long. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. My nephew was just saying, you know, he's 20. uh, He's like, the Batman ruined every superhero movie for me because it was so good. And I'm like, I mean, it was okay. It was like, it was fine, but it wasn't like ruins every other superhero movie. It's just different. You know what I mean? I'm still yet to, I mean, it has for me so far. It's so long and so slow. Like, it is, but it's just it's the it's the tone, the 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 way it was done, all of that. Like if you look past the time, you know what I mean? Like look at it as a whole, like there's just like more depth to it, more I don't know. I it I'm worried that all these Marvel movies are going to just feel a little too cookie cutter, especially now after seeing something different. Yeah, but the Batman is a cookie cutter Batman movie with one of the dumbest. No, it's like plans. the first time we didn't get a cookie cutter Batman and we got a real. Batman. What was the Riddler's plan? <laughs> Flood Gotham to no to rid the corruption based on what Batman was putting out there incorrectly which is what he learned at the end is that he was the influence for the riddler the whole time but what were they gonna blow up in the like what i don't understand what the other riddlers like she was gonna be doing like a uh speech or whatever yeah the governor they were gonna assassinate her yeah but why did they have to flood the shit and not just shoot her like i I don't that was a chaos plan yeah that was chaos and contingency that was to draw everybody into the the center of the city, which was what the plant like he mapped out. You fled the city, it'll drive everybody to the middle, and then you can kill her and then as many other people as well. Yeah, and also kill her in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, but I mean 
I don't know. It just felt like a Batman movie. Like it's uh, sure it was, it was like you know dark, but they're it's, it's Batman. It's supposed to be dark. Oh yeah, man. I, you don't like it, jeez Louise. Well, no, it's it like good. one of those I things. It. It's one of those things where <laughs> yeah. I get further away from it. I'm like, mm, it's not as good as I thought it was. You know, like see, I I see what you're saying there because like I remember it being really good and it is good. I guess I should maybe watch it one more time, but I'm not sure if I need to watch it that much again because like sometimes like movies like to rewatch them, it's because there's really great stuff happening or like really crazy action set pieces the penguin stuff was cool i did like that yes i liked the I, gotham a lot uh this you know this universe this world's gotham i liked what's his name as bruce i just don't think it's like revolution it doesn't it's not like changing comic book movies for me a hundred percent it did what it what's different about it it's not solely just a comic book movie it doesn't have just crazy superheroes flying around doing bullshit and doing sparklers and explosions yeah. and lasers and all this stupid shit but like neither it had its did own the nolan trilogy yeah the nolan films did that that's what i'm saying but it still had some fantastical stuff for a batman movie but, but Batman's fantastical. He fucking f- throws his 220-pound body around with one arm constantly. It depends which, what you read or what you're watching. And uses and technology yes. that doesn't exist and, you know, is able to fucking do physical feats that are impossible. Like, I don't know. It, it's good. It's a good movie. It's just I'm not, like, I don't know. I just, the further, it's like how I was with Age of Ultron. I gave Age of Ultron way too high of a rating. And then, like, a week later, I was like, oh, boy, I really <laughs> overestimated that. Um, I still remember Batman being awesome. No, yeah, it was I awesome. Just... It's just, I don't think it changed. Like, it, the, the thing that I'm saying is that I don't think that it ruins other movies for me. Like, it's a superhero yeah, movie. Okay. And it works as a Batman movie. It's a Batman movie. And it's a good Batman yeah. movie. I it was think, very Batman. I think there are definitely things that could have been cleaned up. Um, but I think that of every movie, you know, like I think it could have been sped up a little bit here and there and whatever. But um, yeah, and I, and I liked Riddler. I just felt like I didn't really understand his plan. But maybe I'm just dumb. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a definitely a me issue. <laughs> if, if, if everyone else. <laughs> I mean, I didn't I didn't find his plan to be too misleading at all. But yeah, I don't know. Um, it sounds like Jesse kind of got it, too. So maybe you just were overanalyzing, maybe expecting more out of Riddler. Well, yeah, I just thought, yeah, I thought he, it was going to be more of a cerebral plan than. But like, you got to remember, it was most like a Joker times, plan. He was basically most of the time Joker. We, I was just to say, most of the time we get Riddler stuff, or we've ever seen Riddler, even in comics, it's not usually the beginning of the character either. True. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the one with Jim Carrey wasn't it the beginning of him. <laughs> No, do not reference. Not all, <laughs> it was, it was yeah. It shows that character. Yes, it shows his turn into. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the beginning of Batman. Oh, no, it's no, no, the no. origin of Riddler. Yeah, he did. He sat in the chair and he yeah. mind, he mind melted. You know, you know what? My favorite, my favorite part of that movie is Bat is seeing Batman realize he needs to be more than vengeance. You know what I mean? That was a very cool yeah. thing. And I again, his name I can't. His name is escaping my brain, but he was great. I thought. I just think this the Batman movie was Pattinson? different. Yes. Yeah. I think it was different from all the other comic book movies in the fact that like if you took Batman out of it, it's still like 
a great noir movie. Like you could have just had a detective movie out of yeah. this without Batman being in it. And it still would have been a really good, like cinematic movie story movie still long, but it was still would have had like all these awesome elements and it kind of bridged the gap of like being solely a comic book movie, but at the same time being like the most comic book Batman story or movie we've gotten. So but, like, yeah. I don't know. It was just a unique thing for me. I loved it. But, but then is the Joker the best? Because <laughs> it has no flashy shit. We have no nothing to reference. What do you mean? Besides less than maybe two minutes of him behind a door. So I mean, I no, I mean the Joker movie the with Joaquin oh, Phoenix because it has no no superhero shit. I like I said I think last episode that movie should have just been called The Clown. The fact that they yes. refer- made that even relative to Batman and that's air quotes for everybody that can't see it um is the stupidest shit I've ever seen. Like there's yeah. nothing in that movie that really says it's even Gotham and like real like what we know Gotham as or like that links this to a Batman universe in any way. So to use the Joker as your net now, that's some stupid bullshit. And now to add Harley Quinn in there, that get out of here. Like it's not Batman's universe. Make it yeah, the clown and just let money. it be a movie. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. And then and they're I don't doing even the think sequel. it was a bad movie. No, like, no. <laughs> I just you know what I you know what it's one of those things that like it's not bad, but it annoys me that people act like it's so good. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. No, we talked about this last time. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. People who are just like... <laughs> yeah. I think the thing I loved the most was really just like how they made him like the laughing element, like that real disease that they... Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought that was, was cool. Like, that actually is really cool. <laughs> yeah, like because it kind of gives a weird context to what the Joker ends up being. You know, it's kind of like... Right. Because <laughs> you just think he's, you know, psychotic, so he's laughing at the stuff because he's mm-hmm. kooky nuts. But it's like maybe, you know, he's laughing because he has a fucking condition. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it kind of cont- recontextualizes some of that, but yeah. Um, but let me say, Batman's still good. It, the Batman is still probably an 8 out of 10 for me. Maybe 8.5, you know? I I'd still... A very good movie, and I very much enjoyed it. I just, it doesn't change my love for certain Marvel movies. I'm mm-hmm. burning out on all of it, and I think that I think it's actually probably getting hurt by the overabundance of other superhero shit, including right. DC stuff. You know, so it's like, I think if this came out in 1989, it would have blown the socks off the fucking world, you know? And it still, yeah. it did now. I just think, or even if it came out instead of the nolan batman begins if this came out instead Ugh. we would have got a fucking wild ass series if we got heath ledger and battinson together i would have been so happy <laughs> boy if i could roll that up and smoke <laughs> it baby i would because so it's good. two people that are bringing something to the character because bale did not for me He's the worst nah. part of all those movies to me. And I love Christian Bale. Like I think he's a good actor. It's just I nah, didn't he really is. <laughs> I just didn't really like his Batman didn't like his Bruce. <laughs> just imagine two people fucking going fully awesome on like that yeah. Batman with like the quiet rage that he kind of has. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, I'm shivering. Um <laughs> speaking of shivering, let's go read some questions and then let's get the fuck out of here, huh? Chaud it. Yeah. All right, we got a lot today. People were chomping yeah. at the bit to talk to us. Uh, let me do this uh, Instagram. Oh one yeah, real yeah, quick. good call. 
All right, so we got one on Instagram from Martin Rivi. Is it Riviera or Rivera? Rivera. I'm yeah, over saying that. Yeah, Rivera. just Rivera. <laughs> uh, it says, "What's up, guys?" Question doesn't fit in the bubble. I love the show. Oh, he's yeah. So on Instagram, it has a little bubble. His question wouldn't fit in there, so he DM'd us. Which for everybody, please DM us. It's fine. Um, Love the show. I've been listening for about a year now, and you guys love Souls games. And for me, it never really was a thing. Um, I've really never played one, but now listening to you guys, I want to get into playing one. I am in the exact same boat as you, Martin. That's why I started playing them. Um, uh, My question is, what's a good Souls game for me, a beginner, that can start playing? I mostly play on PlayStation. Yeah, Dark so what's Souls, a good Souls one. game to start with. Dark Souls one, Dark Souls one, Dark Souls remastered. I a hundred percent agree. Dark Souls one remastered. I would go yeah, one just... if you like it and beat it. Try three. three. Yes. <laughs> if you like that, beat that. Elden, Elden Ring. Ring. Yes. If you're on PlayStation. Yes, Queen. Dark Souls one, <laughs> Bloodborne, and he is on PlayStation. He said it, but if you have access, yeah. Dark Souls one. If you like that, play Bloodborne. Learn to yeah. not like stick with it. If you need help, let us know and we'll jump in and help you because you need to stick with it just to get rid of. And if you can play it like play one like James and don't use a shield, like <laughs> break yourself of that ahead of time because one, the shield is very strong and you can kind of like you can over rely on it. If you can beat yeah. that game without a shield and learn how to roll and time your rolls and do all that. You'll be way better for it going forward completely all the way through all of them. But I would go one, Bloodborne, three, Elden Ring, if you can. It's a And then if you really want to torture yourself, play two. And then <laughs> no, if you really want to torture yourself, play Sekido. <laughs> oh yeah. God. Well yeah, the good thing is is definitely one hundred percent play one and three. Yep. And then you have all the and then the thing is Bloodborne is just such a great game as well. It's so I'd so say yeah, one th- Bloodborne, then three. And I gotta I will always and I have to always give credit where credit's due. I fucking hated that game and so did Jesse. And then he went and played yeah. it again and fucking called me <laughs> and was like, dude, <laughs> Bloodborne's fucking great. Like straight up and I was like, You liar, you piece of shit. That game sucks. I'll never play it again. And he was like, No, dude. It's fucking great. You have to play it again. And then I tried and I hated it again. And you were like, I don't know, man. I'm really liking it. You like <laughs> you kept being like, I can see why, you know, like why you kind of are angry or whatever. You knew you were trying to like work me through it. And I was like, fuck this game. I hate it. It's the worst. And you were like, you didn't want to tell me. And then you were like, one night you were like, All right, can I just spoil it? Because it, it blew my mind. And I was like, fine, yeah, whatever. And you're like, it's fucking it's fucking Lovecraft. And I was like, no, it's not. It's werewolves. And you're like, you think it's fucking werewolves. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I got to play it. Fuck, I got to play it. And then I did. And it like, it's funny. You really were the the fucking straw that broke the kale's back. And you really, the you like went back and fucking like played it. You know, like I yeah. kept trying and like, you know, making myself hate it. And you were like, I'm just going to play it and have fun. And you did. And then fucking I platinumed it. So, yeah, it's really just that starting area that where it makes or breaks you man dude that there's starting area there are people like us that i was on i was on a FromSoft subreddit or something and someone was like this guy still to this day i've beaten bloodborne to new game plus seven gascoin in new game regular 
at the beginning of the game is still almost impossible for me. Like yeah, he's super hard. He's super hard. If you can get past Gascoigne, you're fucking set. You're good, dude. You're yeah. set. Because you're ready for as hard of a fight as you're going to get. Yeah, he's more aggressive than most bosses, and he has mm-hmm. that second form that's even more aggressive. And you're like, yeah. if you can get past that, you've, you've got it. Um, but well, yeah, you could cheese him with the gravestones on the first form, but that second form, you he don't can't. give off. There's a tree that you can cheese him on, but it's a fucking near impossible it, to get him stuck on that tree. And it's finicky. If you move yeah. too far in one direction, he'll just break out. And it's like I don't want to rely on that. New game plus, I shit on the, him. Is that guy in a graveyard? Yes. Yeah, that's the guy okay, that goes. I've seen that. Be sold <laughs> yeah. over the shop. You'll be one. Yeah, soon. that's what he says. And you know what's funny, James? Hundred percent, you'll go in there and mollywop him. <laughs> You just don't have you have like something that's just not what Jesse and I have. I don't know. Like we have the same genes, you have a different gene that's like you get some of the shit that we don't get. And it's funny cuz you had walls that like I was surprised were walls for you in some of these games, you know? Yeah. That's that's the fun thing of from games, but I yeah. bet you'll go in there. I still want to see you go ahead and play Neo 2, dog. Yeah. Actually, I would <laughs> love to watch you. And if you if you mollywop that game, I'll fucking bow to you. <laughs> that's like you you're gonna do what jesse did to millennia blade of micola you're gonna kill him and go huh he's dead <laughs> and i'm gonna be in my house literally ripping my ears off <laughs> it's so funny because the slobs like brian and greg and and josh were all making fun of me. we were all on discord when jesse did it and i was like this fucking guy how i'm like how is it so easy <laughs> and i'm in and Josh was like, why are you so mad? Like, why are you hating on your friend? And then I go, just watch this. And I clipped it for him. And he was like, oh. <laughs> he was like, because Millennia fucking took him forever. Like, it took him like 30 tries, I think he said. And he was like at his end of his rope. And then he beat her and he was like, holy shit, you know, whatever. And so when he watched it, he goes, the worst part is like, he was like, man, that was crazy. It's almost felt good to watch someone just beat the shit out of her. But it also hurt my feelings. And he was like, the worst part is he said, Huh, she's dead. Yeah, that was the worst part. <laughs> I was just like cringing inside. I was like, oh, do not. Yeah, you don't even realize because you didn't like because for you it was just like a buildup that then you were like, oh, weird. Like that's it. But like you didn't yeah. realize how much of a beating she gave other people. It's like my high school bully beat the shit out of me every day and I've been fighting you know, I tried fighting him back and he just swirled me, whatever, and then you come in and bitch slap him once, you know? <laughs> you literally slap his face and he cried. <laughs> and I'm just there like, damn. Oh, it was so yeah. funny. Anyways. But uh, yeah, play Dark Souls if any if anything, get Dark Souls one Dark Souls remastered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I mean, if you can only have one, nah. Where to start? Just start with one. Yeah, it's it's, Dark Souls one. It's the greatest place to start. Everything kind of gets better from there, but it's also like, it's just perfect. I think I would still argue that's the. I know I haven't played Bloodborne, so I have, you know, just what I've watched. Um, I just think Blood, uh, Dark Souls one is just like the most put well put together, like solid game of all of them, and like the mechanics are like increasingly growing at the right pace and like it just everything about it just leads you through the right way and yeah. it's it's really great it's still Except i think isolith is a fucking mess yeah isolith's a bit of a mess and the Which bed of chaos that? the bed of chaos the fucking area. half dinosaurs that half t-rex 
legs walking around. And then the beta chaos um, boss, that's the worst. And the stupid beta chaos fucking boss that just... It's just the tree that dirt. swipes at you and you have to go beat the two sides of it and then get to the middle of it. Yeah, that's so, mm. uh, so strange. J- James probably did that first spot. try because it is one of those ones that you can accidentally... I was going to say, there wasn't one try. boss in the whole game that took me more than three tries in Dark Souls. No, it, w- it wasn't even really a boss. It was like a level. Yeah, that's yeah. it's the one yeah. everyone hates. Like, It's just dumb, but... Yeah, I it's just that it's I still think Dark Souls One is my favorite of them all. Uh, I just think it's the one I go back to the most. It's the one I've beaten probably the most times. Dark Souls Two might be up there that I've gotten the the furthest in um, the most times. I beat it recently, and I Don't did have it. to admit that it's not as good as the other <laughs> ones because I I did play it right after I beat the shit out of Dark Souls One, like. I finally went through Dark Souls 1 and made it my bitch, you know, and I feel good. Like, I beat it with just daggers, and I beat Gwyn only parrying. Like, I felt hey, like nothing I did Nothing but love to Jesse Candelaria, because I know you love that game, but that game trash. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Jesse Candelaria is with J- Jesse and I. We we have good memories, because we all played that shit together. Yeah. Like, we did yeah. multiple times where we never beat it together, because what happens is you play with each other, and then because they did Soul Memory, and it's the dumbest thing in the world... Like you can out level each other. So if if you're excited and you just want to keep playing your character, you don't want to restart, you're gonna fuck yourself, you know? So that's the only I mean, there's a lot of problems, but the biggest problem I think for two is the soul memory stuff with multiplayer. It's it's a it's a just a shitty system. Yeah. But yeah, go play one and James, eventually I really can't wait for you to play Bloodborne. I think that's gonna and and it I think it plays to your style the most. It just there's only well, there's a couple katanas. The Chikage is really cool. Um, I mean, I, it doesn't have to be a katana. No, I know, but you you love a katana. You know what I mean? And I it's, do. It's your <laughs> like you you played Leo and you had two, and you got to have the cool line of katana slash. <laughs> God, yeah, the the one liners. That's like when I when I eat with a fork and I'm like fork bite. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's like yeah, that's what you. The fuck are you talking about, bro? <laughs> it's like like Splinter being like cane hit. <laughs> Yeah, you old bitch. That's all you got. Anyways. All right. Dre Williams wrote in and said, I'm listening to the Northern Review, and y'all blew my mind bringing up Cheat CC. Haven't thought about that OG site in years. Yeah, I want to know yep, what old school gaming site or publication would you bring back? If you already answered in this episode or future episodes, fuck. <laughs> um, we did not. Yeah. We may have talked about it, but... <laughs> God, you know what I would love to get back to? One of my favorite websites for a long time, and this was in the early days, was MMORPG.com. It still exists. It's it's still, like, they still do stuff, but games aren't coming out at the clip they were right after EverQuest. You know, like, or between EverQuest and WoW, and then after that, it's like, there was so many new games and interviews and articles and forum posts. Like, it was just an a, a great site for me at that time. I would just read the forums every day. I got in trouble at one of my jobs because I was on it for way too much. Um, <laughs> that's probably my favorite memory of like gaming sites. Uh, that and like, I would love to bring back old school video game magazines. I know that they're like it doesn't wouldn't work, but I used to love going to Barnes and Noble and reading them because I was too poor to yeah. subscribe. I used to love well, that. Go shit. to Barnes and Noble. Some they still make some companies still make some pretty really great magazines. Yeah. Um, really great retro magazines. They're really good. Uh, yeah. Websites. I mean, it was Cheat Code Central for me. Of course, that was just where I went. And I believe 
didn't that turn into Game Facts? I want to say they were. It has they the got same bought. white and blue. Yeah, I think it's they the got same bought. White and blue layup. And they like brought in the the you know the cheat CC stuff into what then became Game Facts. Maybe I don't know. Let I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah. Um. And, I mean, definitely magazines. I I love video game magazines. I had them my whole life. A game pro, uh, game fan, mega fan. OPM, uh, Tips and Tricks, uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly. Like, man, Electronic Gaming Monthly, they're the ones that did the whole prank, the yeah. the Shenlong, Shenlong prank, where they did an April Fool's joke that said how to unlock uh, Shenlong, and they even made, like, fake sprites. Um, <laughs> hey, Cheat CC <laughs> still exists. Cheat CC still there? Yeah. Uh-huh. Nice. Nice. The domain's still up. Um, but yeah, for me, it would be, I mean, I really enjoyed game pro. That was kind of my magazine, like growing up that. And then game fan game fan was like a little more expensive, thicker, glossier, shinier paper. And then there was mega fan, which was an offshoot of game fan, which I think was even more, a little more expensive, but OPM official PlayStation magazine was amazing because every month you would get a demo disc with like, I don't know, 8, 10, 12 demos on it, videos, actual game demos. I still in my shed have a fucking shoebox with dozens and dozens of these old PlayStation demo discs. And they were so sick, dude, because it'd be like a fighting game. You'd get like two characters you could fight. It'd be like Tony Hawk, and you would get like one stage. Or a racing game, like Ridge Racer, you'd get a stage. Or a platform game, you'd get a level you could play. And those were so, so fucking cool. Like, we can't really do demos anymore. And I really don't like this whole thing nowadays of like game trials where like, oh, just download the whole game and play it for two hours. But, uh... Well, was a different we do time. know Microsoft's getting ready to put out a demo branch, right? That's cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're adding what? like a demo section, oh. like offshoot of Game Pass thing. Yeah, that's cool. That used to mm-hmm. be the best, dude. I remember getting demo discs with like games I'd never heard of, and then being hype. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's that was the dopest shit, man. Like. Where I should did we rip, get? I should pull those out. What game do uh, we get the Final Fantasy VIII demo in? You, the Final Fantasy VIII demo came in Tobal number one. There you go, Tobal. <laughs> yes, Tobal number one. Square SquareSoft fighting game with a uh, RPG uh, dungeon crawler in it. It was fucking awesome. Unfortunately, Tobal number two never came out. I, I always wanted to play Tobal number two. Uh, it was also Kira Toriyama did all the character designs for that game. Yeah. Global number one is a very, very cool fighting game. God. I'd I, like to play it I again. I was so hyped for Final Fantasy VIII, and I hated it and <laughs> loved it. That's the funny thing. All right, so Rory Listen, says... Um, uh, go ahead, I sorry. didn't get to answer. Oh, yeah, yeah, my bad, oh. my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Go ahead. Nah, you're good. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, I didn't really uh, ever buy a magazine specifically for the purpose of reading any articles. Um, I didn't have like a money option and we didn't have internet. So well, you said you I read Playboy only... for the articles, right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, strictly bought the magazines if it had a demo and which one had like demos that looked the best. And that's like a lot of my video games growing up were like, I 
literally played the Metal Gear Solid. Uh, basically, you once you get to the elevators when the demo ended, I played that little demo probably <laughs> like 25 times plus, like because <laughs> it was like the funnest thing I had on that demo yeah, until dude. I got the game finally. <laughs> and yeah, I the for me it was just all about getting the demos. So I. I there's you know there's no particular magazine that i could you know decide yeah. on. i do remember tips and tricks a lot because they had little demos in there a lot yeah <laughs> yeah um i yeah there's a lot i'd go back to but i don't know that i'd want to go back i'd love to go back to my young body and go do cool shit and be not tired all the time <laughs> and yeah. like i'd love to have a better version of classic g4 tv did they already close that down yet or no what? G4? Oh no, G four is still there, but the new G four. Yeah, shit? yeah. Those fucking losers are still there, dog, bro. It's sad they're, to watch it. Their shit. They're they're just. I mean, it sucks because they have some good programming because they've got Xavier Woods and he is really awesome, and he's just. He really is so fucking, such a great kind of character and person and gamer dude and they're so fortunate to have somebody as kind of genuine as he is to be working with their shit but like dog they will be live doing x play live reviewing like a decent game and it's just like 10 people watching yeah, I've jumped over there one time and it was like 300 total and I was just like this is kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. They like cuz they put a lot into the production for doing this live oh, stream and I'm just like, "Ugh, yeah, boy." Yeah, they're just burning, <laughs> they're just burning through some fucking oil baron's money or something right now. Oh, it's like there's a chance with a cheap them. a cheap camera and in a hot tub right now getting thousands of viewers and you guys are putting yeah. real content in So there's <laughs> they're on YouTube TV which is a paid service. They they haven't streamed anything on Twitch since 5 days ago. Uh but they did five days ago, seven days ago, eight days ago, nine days ago, nineteen days ago. So it seems like they're just That's weird. Yeah, their they're stream schedule is just weird. Oh. Yeah. Like I know that I went on like a week ago and there was it was like they were live and there was like four or five of them sitting on the couch talking about a major game and there were ten people watching. Oh man. And I just was like I put I think I put a comment in there like damn these numbers though or something. Yeah. I don't want to say it's not <laughs> too bad. But it's like and you know, and they also they all they got busted. They never addressed it, but they got busted for, fa- like you know, using those fake number bots, where it was like uh-uh. you know, there's the, yeah, dude. When they first came out, they they were having some shit like thirty thousand people watching. But if you look at like the 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 feed of thirty thousand people watching, and you look at the comments, yeah. the comments are trickling in, and there's only like maybe 15 unique usernames i have seen that a lot (laughs) lately like i've been watching different streamers just because i've been like if i'm playing everquest i'll watch an everquest streamer right Mm -hmm. and like some of them will have 30 people and have two commenters and i'm like hmm you know like i don't expect 30 people commenting but maybe 10 maybe I don't know, you know, like I mean, I don't know. Thirty with two is could maybe happen. Maybe. That's still kinda weird. But to have like 
thousands of people watching and the the chat isn't just scrolling automatically yes like, dude it's nuts dude even people that have just a few hundred people the chat is just constantly moving 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 and you go to those g4 streams and it's like thousands of people watching and it's like there's no but there's like <laughs> 10 people in the chat bullshit bro it's like a new way it's like a it's it's a fabricating it's just fabricating yeah. your views dude yeah, but I don't know. But yeah, um, it's not what, well, I was just saying I would love to get back to that like classic time where I would watch G four and just loved it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like where I would just see X play on and be fucking stoked, or watch Attack of the Show and be laughing. You know, whatever. Now I yeah. thought it was just it was good sad. Time. It was just sad. Like I'm with yeah. you. I would watch. Like I tried to watch a couple streams and I was hyped for it because you know I was trying to get back to my youth. And then I'm like, oh, this makes me feel old and sad. <laughs> Yeah. And because they didn't Sucks. bring everybody back, like it just doesn't work. If they were going to do it, bring everyone back or don't do it. To me, to me, you know. So they tried for a reunion last Thanksgiving. Yeah, I, I watched reunion, it and that was fine. Reunion special, yeah. I actually liked it, but it was, you know, it was the end of the, you know, full house season episode where they just yeah. <laughs> go back through the episodes that you already watched and you're like Uncle Joey comes back, he's got a goatee and shit. He doesn't <laughs> want to be there. <laughs> yeah, they don't have the money to play to pay fucking Blair Herder and his fucking and Jessica Chobot. Yeah. Don't got you can't afford them though. And they can't afford Olivia Munn. They can't afford the fucking Sarah Forrester or whatever her stupid name was. Um Sarah Underwood. Underwood. Um Sarah Jean Underwood. You know what else I've noticed is where the fuck is Sessler? Because when they started, Sessler was all over it. He like every show was like a Sessler show. And now that I think about it, I haven't seen him on any of the programming in months. So maybe they had to. Maybe they lost him too. Man, he maybe he got canceled or something. I don't know. I I looked up the Sarah Underwood person because I didn't really remember her. There was like a redheaded girl that replaced Olivia for a bit too, right? Yeah, Candace Candace Daly. That's Candace who I was Daly. thinking about. Sarah Underwood's just naked all over the internet, which is interesting. Yeah, she's a she's a swimsuit model. She's mm -hmm. a she's a titty model. Yeah. It just uh, I just looked her up, and her Instagram is just like mm -hmm. just sexy Instagram lady photos. Mm -hmm. She lives in the woods though, and it's dope. She got a fatty boom baddie too. Damn. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I guess they she didn't want to come out of the woods. And yeah, Sessler's like never on. I don't know. You just, it's like they did like Saved by the Bell, the new class, and tried to break, make G4 that. And it's like, no, I need, I mean, they've got, what's his name on there all the time? Kevin, Kevin Pereira. Pereira. Which I always really liked him. I thought he was a really charismatic, likable dude, and I still like him. I just don't know that I think he cares about nerd stuff anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I don't know that he's still a gamer or whatever. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think he might be. It's his job. Um, I listened to his. Po I I would listen to his podcast for a while. Yeah, I did uh, too, and I actually really liked it. Yeah, he had a couple of good. He had good episodes when he would have G four people come on and do the podcast with him. Yeah, before any of this was even a thought, so they would just go and they were just talking. It was okay. It was an all right podcast. Uh, he eventually tried to launch like he tried to turn his podcast into like attack of the show and it was a little too forced so he was trying to like relaunch g4 attack of the show vibe like from his own studio for a while with it i forgot what his podcast was called 
Um, but it didn't really work. But um, the problem with the the problem that I have with him is he just seems so disingenuous that I don't really buy. I I I I see him dropping character as soon as the cameras go down, and he's just like annoyed. Um, as yeah. opposed to before when he was young and it was fun, but yeah, G four was fun, man. It was a good time. Um, sorry, I fell down rabbit holes. <laughs> okay. Just um, looking at Sarah Jean Underwood's... No, 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 I already moved on. Then I was looking at all the different co-hosts that they had had, because I just remembered d- random times of other people, you know? Um, yeah, and I just wondered where they're at, and now I'm looking at all the different people now, and everybody aged really well, actually. <laughs> like, everybody still yeah. looks good. You know, even Sessler looks pretty much the same, you know what I mean? He just has, like, lighter yeah. hair, but anyways... Ernesto Navarro wrote in and said, Hello there, geeky brothers. Hope everyone is doing great in life and health. After all, the games I've seen just got my eyes set on Resident Evil 4 Remake and Village Gold. I've also been enjoying Miss Marvel. Uh, I haven't seen all those Marvel shows, but this one is pretty great, and I'm just looking forward to Cobra Kai. Um, I've already read it, ugh, already rewatched all four seasons, and I can't get enough. Anyways, nice. I love you guys. Jester rocks. James is awesome, and Aaron, much love as always. Stay cool, my fellows. Um, cool. So yeah, we appreciate you. Um, you know, Jesse's probably excited for uh, Village. You know the, the yeah. DLC, and I, I don't say that as if it's not cool. It's just I didn't play it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I definitely am. I'm definitely looking forward to the mercenary mode and the Rose, the Shadow of Rose, or whatever. That I'm 100 super excited for that Rose DLC. Yeah, I can only think about Dragon's Dogma too, which is probably unfortunate. It's gonna be like James with Fallout Five. Because they're saying that's <laughs> oh, after that Starfield and Elder Scrolls, and Elder Scrolls is in pre-production. They, Ugh. bruh, he just came out. Todd Howard just came out and said Elder Scrolls Five or Six is still in pre-production. You fucking announced it two years ago. <laughs> yeah, You're fucked up. A massive Skyrim sells so many copies. You could hire an entire team to just make Elder Scrolls. Why are you doing Starfield? And then development on Elder Scrolls. You know what I mean? You can yeah. simultaneously Ooh. develop two games. <laughs> I'm still crossing my fingers that they just pass over Fallout Five to Obsidian and let them do it. I would. That since. would be great. Yeah. <laughs> but they, I don't think they will. It's not it looking like, like what he said. He re- they that's like one of their babies, and yeah. they want to do it. And it's not going to be up, out till Todd. 2034. <laughs> By like Riker actually did the math, and he's like pretty knowledgeable about this stuff. And he was like, if they do the same cadence of development, it's going Star Star Citizen or whatever Star no Starfield, Starfield. probably in two years or three years. But you said Xbox said within a year, right? Uh, that showcase everything, everything shown at the showcase was within twelve months. Yeah. Okay. So what twelve months for that? Then they they get into full development of Elder Scrolls, which is going to be five years. So. 2023 so 2028 then they start development on fallout 5 which is another five years (laughs) so then it's 2023 which is hey how about you shut up jesus (laughs) all right anyways so paul hart says uh the big thing lately especially in tv and movies is taking a light-hearted property and turning it gritty and realistic like bel-air uh or like bel-air sorry what family-friendly game would you like to see given a gritty reboot treatment i will answer this yeah i already have it yeah um so for me i think uh 
in light of the new game Shredder's Revenge, I would love an actual gritty Ninja Turtles game like the original comics. Yeah, that actually be cool. Oh, just do the last Ronin. Make yeah. the last Ronin a video. Oh, that would be even better. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that would That'd be, be super sick. Oh, yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> hmm. Um, Jesus. What? Damn, I forgot about the last Ronin. Po- maybe Pokemon would be funny, just like actually dogfighting the game. <laughs> like just sad Pokemon <laughs> killing each other and whatever. And then you see the inside of what a Pokeball looks like, and it's just like a torturous little cage. Isn't that like Ark or something? Don't you like ride dinosaurs yeah. and fight each other? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and then family you're part of the family. Game. Did somebody say family? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, what family friendly? I'm trying to look through. Like I'm just like looking through a list of games right now. Um, God, I can't think. What games are family friendly? I mean, I guess. Oh. I guess like Mega Man, if you were Ooh. to take Mega Man and tell the story the way that the Proto Man, the band, tells the story, and y- like if you were really to take that story, you could turn it into something. Did he say necessarily we're turning it into a game? No, just yeah. a family he said a game. Family would we like game. to see given a yeah yep. um, treatment? I mean, I think that the Proto Men is a good example of taking something that's like pretty friendly. I mean, not really. When you break down the story of Mega Man, it's dark as fuck. But a lot of things are dark when you break them down. Like Pokemon is dark as shit. You know, all the kids' parents are dead and shit. And, but um, I think the I think Mega Man, the way that the this band, the Proto Men, tells their story is pretty great about Doctor Wily and Doctor Light and their actual relationship and. Um, yeah, so I think if you took Mega Man and also in a game way, you could pretty much make a pretty awesome dystopian Blade Runner ass game uh, out of Mega Man. It's pretty cool. I would also like to see, sorry, I'm tired, uh, Little Nemo given like a darker treatment. Oh, that's hmm. cool. Like Nightmares. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. It's awesome. So there is one. I will. Uh, it's a property that I've been like waiting on to come out. So if you look at like Pinocchio, right? Mm-hmm. Pinocchio is super family family friendly. There's that uh, Lies of P game that's being oh, developed. Oh yeah, and it's a Dark Souls like Lovecrafty mm-hmm. Pinocchio game, <laughs> and yeah. I cannot wait for that shit to come out. There's another one too. It's it's like almost like Bloodborne looking. Uh, the Lies of P, and then there's another one. Which is like a a mech robot girl, and it's an it, it looks almost just like Lies of P. It's like oh really Bloodborne. Yeah, I forgot what that one was called, but we're getting a lot of Souls likes in the next couple. Oh of yeah, years. yeah, <laughs> a lot of pretty good looking Souls likes. <clears throat> uh, next, Okie dokie. Corey Alexander Reagan says, "I personally want to talk about how if it if I get up fifteen minutes earlier than a normal." My fiance treats it like it's a half an hour, and then we are late for work every damn time. <laughs> okay, well, maybe talk to her about it. I feel it. you on that shit. Like, yeah. I have to tell my like my mother in law will tell me, "All right, the real time is two o'clock." Tell Kelly it's at one thirty. I'm like, <laughs> "All right." <laughs> like, I get the pain on that. I hate being late for stuff. Like, to me. On time is late. Yep. Five minutes early is on time, and anything before that's great. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, yeah. That's actually a line I use at job interviews. 
I always get there super early. And whenever they're like, oh, sorry that you had to wait, I'm always like, oh, no, it's all right. If you're on time, wait, if you're on time, you're late. If you're early, you're on time. And right. they're, always, they're usually like, oh, wow, I like that. Wow. <laughs> Here's next wow. dollar. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right. So David Isaac says, it's 1988. You head into a brand new mega arcade with every stand-up game ever made. And you have a roll of quarters. What game or games are you playing? You can literally use any game that was ever made as a stand-up arcade, but uh, nothing that was a home system video. It's just basically what arcade game are you playing if you're in a like a mega arcade that's timeless? Okay, because he said 1988, so I'm thinking like dog, and I had to look up like arcade games from '88 <laughs> and before. Yeah. Technically, there's one that fits because back in '88, I guess it was around then. I used to live. In like 88 and 80 and 89, I lived in Wisconsin. I lived in Milwaukee. And my parents would take us to this Italian restaurant to have for pizza on Fridays every now and then. It was called Mamma Mia. And my brother and I would play Forgotten Worlds, which was which is a it's a Capcom game. Little did I know, one of my first arcade games was a Capcom game. I was like fucking three or four uh it's a side-scrolling shmup but it's kind of like a side-scrolling shmup meets contra and it has like a ball controller it's pretty awesome forgotten worlds um but that's what i was playing and i did that and probably like double dragon 2 but just what arcade games bitch i'm yeah. playing street fighter games and tekken and X-Men, the arcade game, and the Ninja Turtles yes. ar- giant arcade cabinet. Um, go ahead. Anybody else? I've got... Uh, I mean, those two are... My favorite arcade game, looking back, was the X-Men one. I played yeah. the shit out of that, and I loved it. I just remember he did... Colossus oh, going... Go Sorry. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Everybody remembers that, because that's all you heard. You heard it over the whole arcade. Yeah. Got it. We got that. That's funny. Uh, Paul Hart, uh, meant, or was it him or David, mentioned uh, the Cruise in USA. I do remember playing Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so mine is um, Dungeons & Dragons Shadows Over Mistara, or Shadows of Mistara. That was my shit. Just like I a, never saw that in an arcade. Oh, they had it at Grand Prix Golfarama, baby. That's what Sick. I would spend all my money on. When they had free play day, all I did was play that game. And I don't think I've ever beaten it still. Like, because it just was so long and then I'd get pulled into mm. other things, you know. That, or I also loved, like, Time Crisis and any shooters. And I like to play yeah. two guns. So I wouldn't play Time Crisis with two because you'd have to press the, you know, the, the pedals. Pedal. But mm-hmm. I would play like House of the Dead with two guns, and I could always do way better with two. And I would just stare dead center and shoot everything around me. Yeah. Am I wrong, or was there not a Terminator Two shooter game? There like was. Yeah, there was. Yeah. With, okay. With, yeah. With, I played with the. Well, there was two. There was the no, machine no, there was gun Terminator one. Terminator Two, the one with the 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 big gun that was mounted on mm-hmm. the machine. Yeah. <laughs> and then, man, later on in like twenty. 11 or 13 or something i remember going to a movie theater with my buddy marcos and they had a terminator thing but it had these giant machine guns you would hold and they had like the weights in them that would clack 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 and give you recoil like man those were really awesome but um yeah those gun games were really pretty awesome i was mostly into yeah for me it was beat-em-ups and fighting games is what i mostly played yeah 
I remember I I remember playing Rampage, but like you know, I think everybody probably played it at one point or another. Yeah, um, and I think art good. I was gonna say there's another one I did that it's an art. I believe it was in arcade as well, Daytona USA. But one Daytona. time I was we were at this uh, gas station and they had like this full like size like uh, stock car in there and they had like the game set up in there where you did the steering wheel and everything. And whoever got the best like race time won a mountain bike, and I ended up winning the mountain bike. <laughs> oh, nice! They had it out there all day, and then they called me up to say I won it, and I was like, "Hell yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, dude!" Um, and with fighting games, more so than Street Fighter, I played like Mortal Fatal Kombat Fury. Oh. Nah, Fatal Fury because Mortal Kombat games always have always been just really bad, shitty games that play terribly. So I wouldn't give Mortal Kombat my money because it played poorly. So I would watch it, but I wouldn't give that bullshit my money. Um, <laughs> but I would play, like, Street Fighter games, Tekken and stuff, Virtual Fighter. But, mm-hmm. um, like, Fatal Fury, Art of Fighting, King of Fighters, because Neo Geo was huge in the arcades. And also Neo Geo had the multi-cabs where one arcade cabinet would have, like, two or three games and you could they would show you the games on top and you could press a button to switch so it would have like the baseball sluggers or whatever and then like king of fighters or fatal or fatal fury 2 or some shit or rally racing or some shit so definitely uh those old neo geo cabinets were definitely fucking super awesome yeah i really really miss those i definitely again the x-men game is probably my top like arcade game i remember playing but game. i did forget and yeah. i just remembered the simpsons arcade yeah. game oh, was dope. Shit. <laughs> that's the tri- that's the that's the trilogy that's the uh what is it called oh, the so the good. triumvirate the the ninja turtles giant machine the x-men and the simpsons giant machine yes they all had those big ass they had two tvs and they were like four to six players each hard on his little yeah, skateboard those were good. and little <laughs> guys in their suits <laughs> Yeah, so when you, yeah, when you would die and come back to life, they would come in as a like superhero. See, the thing is, man, that's what's fucked up about we need to get the PS3 era shit back, the the PS3 store, because the PlayStation 3 era had all of those games. The Ninja Turtles, no, not the Ninja Turtles, the, uh, well, it kind of did. They had Turtles in Time reshelled. But the X-Men arcade game and the Simpsons arcade game were on the digital store back then. But mm. I think licensing-wise, those companies won't let you do it right. anymore but <laughs> it really should be out there man because we had those games dude i used to, i it was pretty awesome to have those at home and be able to just like you can have six people come over just bring a controller and just jump in and play six player co-op fucking x-men there's no way altered beast was a arcade game though right it was i think it might have been yeah it was yeah. just the arcade port was really shit i only remember playing it on sega yeah <laughs> Ultra Beast was awesome on Sega, but the arcade yeah. port is pretty shit. Okay. Good game. Okay. Good question. Yeah, <laughs> good, great question. Um, all right, Paul Hart wrote in again. Uh, what modern-day games would you like to see added to arcades? I don't know that I have any that I'd want to see. I mean, it might be fun oh, to do, modern? like, an RE8 arcade shooter, right? Because it's already yeah. first-person. It might be fun to do the, the full House of the Dead style. Yeah, they did that. It, I think it's called... Resident Evil 
Chronicles, maybe? They have two games. They're pretty cool. They're on the PS3, PS3 360 generation. Um, they're two House of the Dead style Resident Evil games, and they're awesome. They're very cool. Uh, uh, what game could be... I mean, other than fighting games, obviously, duh. But, like... That's games, the thing. Most games nowadays that are, like, an arcade formula, which is, like... A short playtime is like a battle royale, and that doesn't really lend to an arcade. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, I'd say like, and also it depends because, like, I would say like River City Girls is pretty awesome, but th- that's a long game with like RPG mechanics. But I right. definitely would like to see like a toned down arcade version of River City Girls, which is probably the best beat 'em up to come out in the last like five years. Oh, I, mean, I know one. Even better than. Yeah, it's even better than Streets of Rage 4, I'll say. Good. Mighty Goose, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that game would be perfect in an arcade. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Oh, it definitely would be. I've played it. It was twice. cool. It was really fun to watch. <laughs> um, yeah, but I can see them doing stuff like that. Stuff like Super Meat Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just yeah. eat your fucking quarters up. Yeah. <laughs> um. Ooh, you know what would be fun? Rogue... Heroes was that the one that we played? Oh, yeah. Like that would be a fun multiplayer. Is it Rogue Heroes? Yes, yeah. it's Rogue the Legacy. One. No, no, no. Rogue no, Heroes Rogue is Heroes. one that James and I played. It's like Zelda, four mm-hmm. swords, but oh, with different okay. classes and stuff. It's it's really good, really. Oh, yeah. good. It's another one that I was like, this is gonna be weird, and then I played it and I had so much fucking fun. <laughs> I just realized I love co op games. Like I I know yeah. that about myself, but it doesn't really matter what the game is if I can play with my boys. Or my girls, or my they them's. Um, Ian, baby. Um, yeah. So last comment and question is. I have two more, but they're they're quick. Motherfucker, Joe. <laughs> Joey Diesel, DM of our current campaign, God of yeah. Fuck, uh, says, "Are you guys playing Pokemon? And are you going to get the new Scarlet or Violet editions later this year? No, and no." I was going to say, do we all want to say it at, at one time? Yeah. One, two, three, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad. Like, I don't want to be like, well, fuck your Pokemon. But yeah, I just, it's never going to happen. I tried. I tried playing Sword and Shield. Those are the newer ones, right? Yeah. I've only played yeah. the OGs and never touched them again. Yeah. Uh, buddy, old friend of mine, Dan, writes in and says, best Street Fighter of all time. That's a long, that's a big question, man. <laughs> it's a big question, dog. I mean, for me, I don't Two know. Two and five, it's, right? <laughs> uh, it's it's a big question for it's, different it's, reasons. For a lot of different reasons, <laughs> it's definitely not five. It's it's most likely it's like it's like three third strike, four. It's like it's like three and four kind of. I can feel your brain breaking end, right now. <laughs> no, in the end, it's like it's four. It's four. Um, and then the last one is uh, compute right now. <laughs> Please, McLaren. That's a question that I have to think about all the time. Right. Like, you know, so it's pretty much at this point in life, it's it's five, but it's four. Um, <laughs> uh, McLaren writes in and just says, "What's one hobby that you had to give up, but you wish you could get back into?" For me, it was drums. That's what he says. For him, it was drums. Um. I don't know. I didn't have to give up the music shit. I just kind of it went away. But I wish I could. I would go back to it. I don't think. I can't think of anything I had to give up. Um, 
I mean, I guess boozing and drugs. I wish I could do the drugs again and booze. Those were fun, but I can't do that. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> probably just music. I wish I, I wish I would actually like play my guitar more often. I picked it up today actually, and it felt very, very strange. I would say Muay Thai. I had to give it up because it was fucking expensive and far away. But and my gym doesn't exist anymore. I'd pick it up now. Um, yeah. But I loved it. Yeah. Um, I would say. Um, actually, I'm kind of doing the thing that I kind of gave up more or less. Uh, and that is hiking and camping and getting outdoors. Uh, that's something I grew up doing. And when I moved down here, kind of just like, and when I say down here, when I moved to Kentucky from Minnesota, I uh, stopped doing it and it wasn't a thing. We just didn't do it anymore. And I didn't have the friends that I did that with in Minnesota down here. And now I've just recently kind of, you know, got into camping again, which has led me into getting into hiking again. And it's uh, got me wanting to go bigger and like i've always wanted to hike up like an actual like certified type you know mountain height mountain and now i like am looking into what that's gonna take and stuff so that's kind of what i'm yeah that's a hobby i gave up that i'm actually pursuing again (laughs) just be glad you don't live in florida (laughs) and i mean that even even like because there's just not much to see there's some cool shit there's some cool parks and stuff but like I don't know. You're just so far removed from anywhere else that you're only seeing Florida shit. Like most other states, you can you know go an hour or two in a direction and you can get to a national park in another state or you know see some different geography. Here it's like Florida, and then eight hours of more Florida, and then you're in Georgia, which is basically Florida, and then you know it like takes a bit. Um, yeah, and we just yeah yeah we just don't have we have a lot of cool shit, but if you don't like beaches, it's... it ends up getting kind of stale. It's not too bad. I mean, if you're especially since you're not from here, you would get a a fair a couple of years of shit to do. Like there's beaches, there's I don't parks, like beaches. there's yeah. Well, <laughs> I know like Florida's that. not my state for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's not because it's it's a lot. It's humid and it's a lot of swampy shit and it's um like there's plenty of parks and stuff, but we don't have the the terrain difference the difference right. in like terrain and shit we have some like woods and shit you could walk through mm-hmm. but we you're not really going to be hiking through i watched like, mountainous a, shit yeah i watched a youtube video of someone doing the top rate seven rated uh hikes in florida Co- coincidentally popped up <laughs> and uh they were all pretty much the same thing in a lot of beach yeah and, what you and also you're, you're gonna die too bro <laughs> yeah what you need down here is food and tates baby yeah, like Tate's is worth a trip down here for me. I would say, if you, I will, say, yeah, I would say the one thing that I enjoyed about when I went to Florida the one time was the um, culture, like the lack of culture where I'm at here. For sure, <laughs> yeah, is uh, you wouldn't notice it unless you were like here this long, but it's uh, very much just like white hillbilly here so to be somewhere where you actually see like a very nice spread of like different races and different cultures and like just everything being a variety was kind of nice 
Yeah. <laughs> Granted, I was in Orlando, so it's like tourist, you know, city. But yeah. Yeah. And Otto Newman asked about Street Fighter Six, but I already talked about it earlier. But I got you, Otto. Cool. Well, we appreciate That's all it. you guys writing it. in. We did it. We're just under three hours. Uh, <laughs> How just under? Can we make it? No. <laughs> We're at two hours and 55 minutes right now. Damn. Fuck yeah. So close. Uh, God, help me, Jesus. No, this is a good episode. I don't I don't mind. It's not too late either. It's just I've been really tired this week. I don't know what's going on, but I just have been fucked. Last Friday, baby, when we did Ninja Turtles, I was hype, baby. I was like back to full power. <laughs> and then today I'm like, yeah, drained. it was also a Friday, end of the week. Yeah. But yeah, so we love you guys. We will see you in a week. Uh, hopefully there's something good to talk about. If not, we'll make three hours feel like two <laughs> hours. <laughs> We're good yeah, at we'll talking. We're very good at talking. Yeah. All right. We love you. Take care of yourselves, guys. Bye. Penis. Two hours and 56 minutes.